I have concocted a lot of schemes in my day mm. of getting back at people. But this one right here, it's the crown jewel. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all Uh these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What is happening, everybody? Today is Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. And this is episode number 481 of the Panels on Pages podcast. Uh, starting 20 minutes late due to technical difficulties like the old days. <laughs> Taking me back. Uh, I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Eyes. When life gives you limes, you just ignore them, and eventually, boom, lemons. <laughs> Jose Guzman. Poopy Tommy. Atlanta strikes again. Kelly Harris. For generations to come. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mahoney's here. What's up, sir? I'm here, but if I don't get 50% of the take, I'm leaving. <laughs> Half. Half. Yeah, big news came down this afternoon. The future of uh, Spider-Man of the MCU very uncertain. Yeah, uncertain. I think I think that's a that's the perfect headline, Lee. You just wrote the perfect headline about this whole thing. It's uncertain. Like neither side has commented yet. So yeah, Yeah. I think you guys mean that it's fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's dead, and Sony killed him. Like the goddamn Hitlers, they are. <laughs> it's uh, an interesting position, man, because like, you know, they've had kind of the creative control over these last couple of pictures, and they've been very successful and very good, due largely in part to their involvement in the overall universe they built. It's like and- Sony came into my house and fucked my dad in front of me. <laughs> oh. I will fuck your dad, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> For that, you know, that 5% deal they had. And so now they're renegotiating and Disney goes from that to being like, we want half of your most profitable franchise, Sony. And they're like, fucking no. And they're like, okay. <laughs> we'll just up the internet and bitch about it for a while. <laughs> it's an interesting spot because it's a greedy move on Disney's part. But a blanket no is kind of a dumb move on Sony's part because I look, mean, man, here's I the thing: say, half doesn't feel unfair to me. It does not. Not given the involvement from Disney, what they're getting out of it, and like, look, I think what happened was that Venom movie made a whole bunch of money. Yeah, by accident, and, by sheer fucking accident, completely yeah, by accident. That Venom movie made a whole bunch of money, <laughs> and they're like. See, we don't need them guys. And Spider-Verse was great and got an Oscar and made some money. 
Yeah. But the Spider-Verse was great because it's not the same. It's just not the same thing. It's like this magical, beautiful thing. Their track record with actual Spider-Man movies is mixed at best. Yeah. Would Far From Home have made a billion dollars had it not come two months after Endgame? Fucking no! Ask that X-Men movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not! So, just, uh, big boys playing with big toys and the internet losing their fucking mind. I, I think... I saw- I saw a bit in an article. Sorry, nice. It's okay. It's okay. He's had Kevin Feige has had twenty three movies he has produced, and every single one of them has opened at number one. <laughs> right. At, like so, when Kevin Feige wants to be involved with your movie, you pay him any dollar amount he asks, and you fall over yourself thanking him for taking the time to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Sony. You fucking movie nine eleven asses. <laughs> Just flying your goddamn Venom airplanes into Venom the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Twin Towers. One of the articles I read today said that the uh, that Sony has access, because of their Spider-Man license, whatever the fuck, to 900 characters. Right. And I'm like, that yeah. can't be true. No. Good, good. Good. Do we not recall what they did the last time when they had these same 900 characters and they started thinking about a fucking Aunt May movie? Hell yeah, right. Slinger's movies. 900 characters and not a single idea of who the good ones are. <laughs> Slingers. <laughs> yeah, you shut your goddamn mouth. Like, let's have oh, Aunt Sl- May Slinger's land brutal. a plane. Let's do it. I would have confidence in Marvel Studios doing a great Slingers movie. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, they would. I want to see this list of 900 characters that they have the rights to. Oh. I mean, do you Let's count like every... Top 900 characters in the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> you... Big wheels on that list somewhere. <laughs> do you Fuck, count... I kind of want to just make a list of Spider-Man characters and see how high I can get. Do you count every Spider-Man costume as a character? And also, you've got, you've got the whole Spider Verse. Like all, you've got all those characters. Yeah. Are they counting the? Yeah, e- even like the different versions of the bad guys. Do they get new ones? I don't well, know how that works. All those Spider Verse characters didn't exist when that deal was signed. Did they just yeah. get them because Marvel created them for? <laughs> Who the fuck the knows? Comic? Who the fuck knows about any of this? Really? Like, Who knows? yeah. Um, everyone on the internet knows, guys. That's they got true. all those different symbiotes, though. All the different venoms: red venom, green venom, purple. Hell venom. yeah, phage. White yep. chocolate venom. White chocolate. Actual chocolate venom. <laughs> the whole the whole capacity is good. Caramel venom. So, cookies and cream venom. You know what? I bet. Yeah, they make nice. Yes. And My theory is that this was floated out by someone at Sony. And they're like, hey, maybe this will get Disney to kind of buckle and it may no, backfired on I, I think them. the complete opposite. I think somebody at Disney was like, these motherfuckers don't want to give us 50%. Go ahead, internet. Let them have it. Because, because the, the people from Sony came out like an hour later and were like, no, 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 no. Deal's not dead. Deal's not dead. We're still negotiating. Oh, really? I didn't see yeah. that. 
I saw that while I was oh. sitting in the kitchen. Not the location in my house, <laughs> but the movie. There, there's a movie called The Kitchen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's based on that comic. Yeah, right. right. The comic called The Kitchen. I was I was only thinking about the former uh, ABC daytime talk show, The Kitchen, that used to air before General Hospital. <laughs> God damn it. Weirdo. Right, a- <laughs> right after the foyer. <laughs> it's a hell of a pull. Yeah, I, I agree with Lee. I think everything's going to work itself out. There's no reason to uh, either, one, claim that this is going to damage generations to come or Sony, more like phony am i right <laughs> or claim that the people that are freaking out about it are the first ones that are going to fall to the nazis so you know either way people are losing their shit about this and everybody needs to calm down a little bit i did like jm's tweet that was kind of like i'm more sad about this than when my grandfather died <laughs> <laughs> you know what i actually would yeah i agree with that like actually. i can I can kind of identify. <laughs> I I don't know shit about his grandfather. I'm absolutely more sad about it than when his grandfather died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks and months. But, you know, they're like, yeah, there's still uh, two Spider-Man movies in development with Tom Holland. Can you imagine if the next Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland that they just can't talk about Iron Man or... <laughs> Yeah. They can't, they can't reference that. anything else that came before it. Right. Where's your sunglasses? What sunglasses? <laughs> or or, or who do they... The, who gave her the sweet glasses? You know, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, do they do a multiverse thing? They just fucking... Or are they just one more day the whole thing away? Mephisto's like, I want your memories of Tony Stark. <laughs> I would just... Do some kind of crazy Spider-Man Secret Wars, and you just kill off the MCU. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be ballsy. It's kind of fucked up to think that Spider-Man has been in more MCU movies than he's been in Spider-Man movies at this point, though. Yep. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Marvel Studios owns Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I think his deal is with Sony, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have they're, 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 everyone involved is looking through every fucking line of that contract, looking for <laughs> something they can hold over the other one. Well, they'll just fired. make a miter man. Yeah. <laughs> Arachno dude. <laughs> Night monkey. Vaguely spiderish man. I think that's exactly the problem, though. Like, don't look through the contract for what you can hold over the other one. Look at the billion dollars you just made and be like, this is good. This is good for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wins. I like billions. Yeah. Imagine being the dickhead. They're like, no. Half a billion isn't enough. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. And then the next Spider-Man movie is going to make $400 million and they're going to be like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a failure. <laughs> Could have had a billion. You fucked around. Could have yeah, had half a billion. Do you guys remember how sad you were about Amazing Spider-Man 2? Like, go back to that day. And remember how you felt, and then think about joining the MCU again. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've seen what you do. <laughs> yeah. Left your own devices. I saw somebody say that if Sony's going to break the deal with Marvel and, and not have that relationship anymore, they should just do Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> That'd be oh, fucking no. awesome. You know what? I'm into it. No, I'd be into that in a heartbeat. That's incredible. Just act like absolutely nothing happened. Just pick right up for a drop-drop. <laughs> Everybody needs to calm down, talk things out. No, like you need to calm down. <laughs> it's like you don't even love these movies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking marvel's at the point where they announced a whole phase of movies and didn't have to mention spider-man at all so what does that say imagine not wanting to die for spider-man <laughs> <laughs> imagine not going down laying your life down in front of the firing squad for tom holland you fucking <laughs> fake fan <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, you know it's what like did you it? Don't even have a YouTube channel, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know what really did it? That instant kill. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man two in fifteen weeks made seven hundred million, and Far From Home in half that time made one point one billion. <laughs> so yeah. Weak. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's like you've never gone into a Kohl's and seen a Marvel shirt and thought, I need to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking you guys of Kohl's, or is that just a regional joke? No. <laughs> no, no Kohl's plays. Kohl's plays. We yeah. definitely have Kohl's. I have never actually gone into a Kohl's and gotten myself a Marvel shirt, though. <laughs> I don't know if they carry my size. They've always got random toys in there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I picked up. Uh, they had a sign like twenty five percent off Marvel figures. I'm like, oh shit! I'll grab one. Of the, I'll grab this uh, uh, symbiote Spider Man for the new Legend series. I don't have that one yet. And I rung it up, and she said twenty two dollars. I'm like, wait, what? No, it's a twenty five percent off. She's like, yeah, it's thirty dollars. Oh yeah, Kohl's rules where everything's on sale, <laughs> but it makes it not marked yeah, that's down how they for get retail price. Yeah, and I'm like. Uh, you can put that shit down. I'm not paying that. <laughs> what you don't know is before they released that sale price, they upped it 35%. Yeah. yeah and was then nuts. they put it on sale. Absolutely fucking nuts. But uh, speaking of comic booky bullshit that you can watch, uh, I finished The Boys last night. Oh! And, man. It's real good, you guys. <laughs> where, 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 Kelly, have you started it? I haven't. And Jose, I assume you have not no, started it. Not yet. I'm on episode two. Okay. It's fucking great. Yeah. Like, it's really, really great. And I don't understand, because some people were bitching about it, you know, not being a faithful adaptation or whatever, and I don't buy that. It it totally is. It's not following I, all the plot beats point for point, but it's a great adaptation. <laughs> I haven't read The Boys in a decade, but... I sure do recognize it as the boys. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole cast is great. Homelander's fantastic. Like the the kind of Homelander is so scary. Like not only just the concept, but the actor might be like like Kilgrave level scary. Yeah. He's so fucking scary. And his he's just got this 
uh, the whole cast besides Elizabeth Shue and uh, fucking Dread. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. They're like people I've never seen before. And this Homelander dude is a horror movie villain. Yeah. Because like, you, you don't know... You don't know what his level is. You know what I mean? Like, you know, is, is he a little kind of... He's, he's definitely a little stunted, right? Like, emotionally, clearly. Yeah. But he's also... He's not simple. He's a, you know... He's an evil genius type cat. Like, it's, I don't, it's, he's a hell of a character. He's great. And the suit is cool and just... Yeah. Like, even, like... Every, everyone around him... Everyone's terrified of him. And that's... I don't know. It's, it's great. The dynamic that he gives off is fucking wonderful. And that actor is excellent. I don't know who that guy is, but he's great. He's British or Australian or something. I saw an interview with like the whole cast. <laughs> There's a, the bit where he just throws that baseball and Elizabeth Shue comes around the corner and she goes, oh, man, that's going to kill someone when it lands in Boston. Fuck. No, it's outstanding. Simon Pegg's in it. Yeah. As, as Huey's dad, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, no, these guys haven't seen it. Don't want to get too far into it, but it's really, really good. Yeah. You should definitely watch it. It's a, it's, I'm going to try it, but like, I read the first trade of the comic and didn't like it. It's eight episodes. And it's, so will I probably not like this? Though? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's really like, well made. Like, the hours, hours or half hours? Hours. You watch, you watch eight hours of television, you don't like a day. <laughs> I don't do that at all. You absolutely do that. I read your tweets about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't talk about things I don't like for the most part. For the He's most part, guy. Yeah. Now, I I think that yeah, it is eight episodes, which it left me wanting more, which a lot of those Netflix shows don't do because a lot of them don't have the meat to kind of flesh out 13 episodes. Eight episodes was great. Yeah, and think of it this way, Kelly. It's... The the boys is more relevant now in 2019 than it was in, what, 20, 2006? Yeah, it, it really is. Like, like it, yeah. it plays better now than they, it did then. But sure. Basically what I'm saying, is it different enough that I'll like it? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you... Uh, I, it was Red Letter Media did a video about watching the boys, and they made comments about how, like, this series is what Zack Snyder was trying to do with his uh, DC uh, uh. movies, but, like, okay. they're nailing it. No, they're not wrong about that. It, it even looks similar. It, it has that sort of kind of bluish hue over everything. It's very cinematic. It looks so good that when I'm watching it, I'm like, why would everyone not want their TV show to look like yes. this? <laughs> like, it looks so good, everything else looks like bullshit. <laughs> it's great. And then I uh, also caught up on Preacher, because I was laid up in bed with a migraine yesterday. I had several hours to kill, so I watched some TV. I uh, caught up on Preacher, and uh, the third episode of season four doesn't do a whole hell of a lot. It's kind of a filler episode, which is annoying in a series with just a few episodes left. But it did have a pretty cool kind of old boy style, Daredevil-esque, like, one or fight scene, which Ooh. is pretty dope. 
Yeah, that was really the only good part of that episode. Yeah, otherwise it didn't really do anything. No. That is one complaint I have about the boys is some of the fight scenes are overly edited. Like they don't they don't give you like a wide shot in any of the fight scenes. They're they're very smash cut, quick cut, which yeah, is something. not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, but you do get to see the soup just some crazy shit with their powers. Uh, oh, and on that same note, um, Brightburn is out on digital if you're, if you're being a pleasure. If you missed it in the theaters, it's really good, too. Mm-hmm. Would recommend the Brightburn. Is that on Netflix yet? Uh, no, it's not like you can like rent it on Amazon and shit. Did so. they produce it or did I imagine that? No, I don't, I don't think they did. Oh. I don't believe so. First, at some point, I convinced myself that they produced that, and that's like the entire reason why I was just like, ah, I'm not going to see this. It'll be on Netflix soon. No, I don't think that's true. I think right. the other one. Netflix did do one kind of similar. Okay. This is much like how I convinced myself that Billy Ellish is one of the kids from Stranger Things. <laughs> Things exactly like that. Your own Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah. But now Brightburn's great. Boyce is great. Uh, I think Preacher's going to stick the landing, but that third episode is kind of trash. After... Did you see the most recent one? Yes. I love Sexy Jesus showing up. Yeah, yeah Sexy Jesus was great. And Star's ear is so fucked up and gross. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, so uh, Star got his ear blown off, much like he did in the comics. Uh, but instead of letting it go, uh, he had himself a new ear made with uh, the constantly regenerated uh, foreskins cut off of Cassidy, who he's torturing in the basement of Masada. Oh, God. Shaved off his foreskin and grows back, shaves off his foreskin. He's like, cool, make me an ear out of this. Holy shit. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> Real fucked up. That's kind of metal. I mean, <laughs> how many people metal. can say, I got a vampire dick ear? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd say it that way. <laughs> hey, guys, check out my sweet vampire dick ear. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's what you lead off with. I built myself an ear of vampire dicks. <laughs> well, is it plural? Yeah, I mean, you aren't gonna get enough foreskin out of one time for an ear. Yeah. Well, if it regenerates, mm. but yeah, it's the same dick. It's the same dick, but multiple times. Yeah. This has got real existential, real quick. Yeah. So turn into <laughs> dick eye. <laughs> Who's to say? And then. Uh... I watched those uh, Nickelodeon specials on the Netflix, speaking of Netflix. So they had the Rocco's Modern Life one and the uh, uh, Zim one. And the Rocco one is okay. It's all right. I didn't love it. It was kind of all over the place. And it clocked in at like 40 some odd minutes. But the Zim one is like an hour and 15 minutes. It's like feature length. And it's fucking perfect. The Zim one is excellent. Like. How real, I, real good. How did I completely miss Invader Zim? I don't know. I, I think you were really just like a it. tiny bit too old. Yeah, I know nothing of it. Maybe. Yeah, ditto. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like, it's really funny. It's all the boxes. It's all, everything you wanted to do. And, like, the Zim, the uh, Rocco one does, like, some of the things you wanted to do. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's not bad, but it's not, it's not what you want it to be. The Zim one is out fucking standing. Uh, and if you know you didn't miss it, 
the first time around. The whole thing's on Hulu now. So, you know, fucking. I know Mary's a fan because she. Uh... Who was the, the dude that she hosted the panel for? Did he do Zim or he did something else? Uh, he did Roman Dirge is in that same kind of crowd. Right. Uh, you did the Zim panel with Jonah Vasquez. Right. I got created Zim. I did a panel with him back in the day. Uh, but Roman Dirge was, I think, a writer on it uh, for a while. Uh, but yeah, they got all the cast back, and it was funny because Zoe, Zoe's like, "Oh man, they haven't done New Zim in a couple of years," and I'm like, "It's been like thirteen years since the last episode of Zim." <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. We just watch it and go, "Yeah, we watch it." But those are old episodes. <laughs> like they haven't done a new one in a while. And then it broke her brain because she's like, "Then how do they all sound the same?" I'm like, "I mean, they're voice actors. That's what they do. <laughs> like, of course they sound the same." She's like, "Yeah, but even the kids that go, yeah, well, the kids were thirty <laughs> when they recorded the show. <laughs> they weren't actually kids. They're, they're voice actors. Love, like, get your life together." She's like, "Oh, Zim's one of those things that I really liked when I was younger when it was first coming out, but now I can't go back and watch it because it's just one of those shows where everyone's screaming all the time. <laughs> he does scream a lot. Yeah, I can't. I can't do those cartoons. Like any any of those that I turn on, it's like, oh." They're just yelling. Like anytime I catch a little bit of Bob's Burgers, it's like, oh, everyone's screaming. This is very unpleasant. How <laughs> do I feel about Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> Sport. Oh, that you is. <laughs> Guys, I got, I got that one. I got that one. I'm cool. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Did I ever tell you about... guys about the time I got into a conversation about a sports center at a Comic Con? Nope. So I got I overheard some dudes talking about Sports Center. Oh, you're that going, guy, huh? When I was going through some long boxes, well, because they were talking through me. <laughs> like the dude was like behind me, and I, the other guy who worked there was in front of me. Like so you were a was, ghost. I, yeah, I was in the middle of the conversation, and I don't know what possessed me to do it, but I just I barged in and started talking. Just using talking points I'd heard on podcasts I've listened to. <laughs> and then they all agreed with me. <laughs> and I quickly bought the things I wanted and left there before they asked me anything further. I did a remarkably similar thing one time in a cab. Where Were we in New York? Someone asked me some sort of question about football and I parroted back a bunch of things I had heard on the radio. And they were like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, great points. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, was it, it like Patriots related? Yeah. Because you're at least up on some of that stuff. I, I guess. <laughs> if you say the things you say with enough conviction, anyone will believe you. Yep. Yeah, worn that one out. I get that. Then uh, last thing, uh, real quick, to the lady out Saturday, uh, the guy who does karaoke at the Mexican restaurant we frequent, uh, we're doing it Brought out some dogs for dog karaoke at this bar. At this bar, and Nicole's like, "We should go to this bar and see Rob." And I'm like, "Sure." And we went up to this bar in the middle of fucking nowhere. The bar is called the Hitching Post, and there was some colorful characters up in the Hitching Post. And uh, the bathrooms were just uh, plywood slats with uh, shower curtains instead of doors, and they're like, yeah, we got food, and there's like a, there's like a, a kitchen, and like, sure enough, like the back corner is just like a kitchen. Like it used, to, I think the place might have been a house at some point, so it's just like 
like a kitchen kitchen. <laughs> and then across the way from that is a bar. And then just a bunch of folding chairs and tables and like, oh, cool, cool. So this is where we're going to get murdered. Great. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it all right. It was... Uh, got a burger mouth. It was... We had a good time. But it was real super sketchy. It's not every Saturday you just stumble upon a clan meeting. <laughs> a few shades removed from that. It was all right. All right. Yeah. It's like, what's going on, guys? Well, uh, tomorrow, me and Mary are getting on a plane. We're going to uh, California for D23 and Disneyland and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So we are stoked. We got a week of just being Disney nerds. So, Oh, see, I, it didn't even register to me that you guys were going to California. Like, you kept saying Disney, and I was like, yeah, well, you're just going to go stay, like, a little while from your house? All right, cool. <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, that's right. There's two of them. Right. So <laughs> they they do D23 is their fan convention. So we're They go into the land, not the world. Yeah, we're we're hitting that up and then uh obviously we're hitting Disneyland and California Adventure while we're out there and specifically Galaxy's Edge because that is opened in May and then uh unless we were annual pass holders, the one down here uh, doesn't open till the end of this month, so we're going to the Galaxy's Edge over there while this one is opening, essentially. But man, I'm so excited! Like I've even got like kind of a like a makeshift Star Wars cosplay to wear at Galaxy's Edge. Not like a cosplay, 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 but like Nerd. I've got an <laughs> outfit put together to where like I could like blend in if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do they call that? That has a phrase. Well, there's um, there's Disney. It's like going to Target and wearing khakis and a red shirt. Yes, <laughs> yes, kind of. There, there's a term called. You remember that time we all went to a convention wearing our bright green pop shirts, and all the staff members were wearing bright green shirts, yeah. and we ruined our fucking weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I I always feel bad for people that show up at Target with a red shirt. Like you should have known better. But yeah, uh, gonna see the Millennium Falcon, gonna uh, hit D23, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So I started an Instagram today, so check that out for pictures and all oh, that. Oh, I have. I made sure no one stole your identity. That's true. <laughs> Kelly's like, dude, some motherfucker just started an Instagram, started following all of us. Check your credit card number. Speaking of which, uh, thanks to Mel who tweeted at me and JM today that says that uh, MoviePass has had a giant data breach and has lost all kinds of credit card numbers. Sweet. Cool. Uh, they knew they were I, on their way out. Yeah. And they I've sold seen... everyone's shit. Yeah, they exactly, sold Exactly, Jose. I hear that, and I'm like, yeah, right. They were like, here's how you get in. Do, uh, deposit the money in this account. And that too, we yeah. We'll leave the key under the mat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The third rock to the left is a hollow one. <laughs> I, I knew when my MoviePass subscription was coming up, I was thinking, these motherfuckers are going to try and charge me again. I should just cancel my credit card and have them send me a new one just so that they can't charge me no matter what. I guess I should have. Yeah, that number is inactive. <laughs> I guess I should have gone through with it. Uh, but then, other than that, I'm sure Kelly was going to bring it up, but uh, we got to talk about the Todd father. Uh, breaking news, I believe this happened, what, Wednesday? 
because we I think didn't, so. Yeah, we didn't talk about it on the podcast last week, but uh, yeah, I want to say it was Wednesday. I got some audio files here uh, for those that don't know. Uh, Kelly and myself are big fans of Chrisley Knows Best. Hell yeah! Uh, I don't know how this dude made his money, but uh, a self-made millionaire, self-made millionaire, real estate. So I got some I got some audio clips to catch you guys up on the story here. New trouble for reality TV stars Todd and Julie Chrisley. The couple expected to turn themselves in today, facing charges for financial crimes. Is this really happening right now? They claim they have nothing to hide. They are blaming all of this on a disgruntled former employee who they claim was bugging their home, forging signatures, and basically has an ax to grind. Indicted by a federal grand jury in Atlanta on 12 oh counts, gosh. including tax evasion, bank fraud, and wire fraud. You can't offer me the help that I need. This indictment, 27 pages, also alleging the Chrisleys used their production company to hide some of their TV income from the IRS. I mean, can you not tell how upset I am about this? No, not with all that buzz. Wow, this is a serious indictment. They face 30 years if convicted. No word from USA Network, who carries their show. Sounds like some real white people shit. I am incensed. <laughs> God damn. Uh, it gets better though. It, it there there's some layers to this whole thing, and it all. I was, go- I was gonna say, does it get better? It, well, I mean, oh, it, it, gets it gets more interesting. Uh, it, it all kind of unfolded over the past week. So we want to walk you through what's happened so far. We first broke the news last week of the federal charges against. Todd and Julie Chrisley, a federal grand jury handed up a 12-count indictment on tax evasion, wire fraud, and use of their production company to hide their reality TV income. Both have pleaded not guilty. They're out of jail on a $100,000 bond each. We stand in our faith and we stand in what we know is right. And, you know, we're, you know, we are very fortunate to have the counsel that we have. And, you know, our family will stick together and we'll walk this road because we know that, that the good Lord will hold our hand and, and take us through. So. Thank you. Thank you. Man, he's going to love jail. <laughs> uh, jail's going to love him. Like, I'm not a religious guy clearly but i always love the things that people try to like you know put on god and jesus <laughs> like, i just know that the lord's gonna take time out from giving little kids cancer and come make sure that we don't go to prison for tax evasion <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about man well come on. that's not all no. accusations of extortion threats and a messy dispute within a popular reality tv family from metro atlanta we told you last week todd and julie chrisley are facing tax evasion charges while now todd's estranged daughter claims her father and brother threatened to blackmail her with a sex tape because they thought she talked to the feds some people have the luxury of being vulnerable in their family i've never had that my family are like hyenas they see a wildebeest limp and they all jump in at one time and take them down it's not that bad for the first time we hear directly from lindsay chrisley campbell campbell is todd chrisley's estranged daughter Last week, we broke the news that the reality show star and his wife, Julie, are facing a 12-count financial crimes indictment. I've told my dad, I don't want you to go to jail. I've told my legal counsel, I don't want my parents to go to jail. I don't want to be involved in this. I was, they brought me into this. This was not a choice that I made. 
This is a July 16th police report Campbell filed in Cherokee County. She tells police her father and stepbrother have threatened to release a sex tape she believes may be out there because they wanted her to, quote, lie about an incident. And apparently she had affairs with two different bachelorette contestants. <laughs> Jeez. That this this I news mean, report, who hasn't? This big news fan. report doesn't. Big fan of yeah. the Bachelor, huh? <laughs> that incident revolves around sorry. speaking to investigators who built the federal case against the Chrisleys. What do you need all this money for? So I can stunt. So I can ball. Okay, you need to talk to me in English because I don't understand that. In his latest statement on the allegation, Todd Chrisley tells Channel 2 he's at a loss to why Lindsay is saying these, quote, terrible, untrue things about her brother and me. He goes on to express his love for her. I'm a very calm human being. I do not get in other people's business, and I am never friggin' rude. Um, yeah. Do you really think it's the steroids? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> so he doesn't understand why his daughter would say such things that yeah. him and his son are trying to extort her over a no, sex Oh, the date. wife. It said the wife. No, that's not. No, it's him and the wife are the ones For, that are uh, indicted. Tax evasion. Yeah, it's him and the son that are apparently threatening the other daughter over the sex tape. Not Savannah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other one that hasn't been on the show in what 3 years. Yeah. God damn it. Who'd have thought? But they were fucked up. Who yeah, uh, you, you know what what had a good old resurgence with all this? Yeah. Todd Crisley meme. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Taxation is theft and I stand with Todd. <laughs> I forget. Did Was there movement on Crisley memes because of this or because of the I stand with Todd movement? Uh... Like were I people posted on it in over a year? Were were people already commenting like, uh, I no, I don't not until I started posting. Okay, <laughs> I said he's active. Uh, they love it though. People, yeah, no, pe they they love it, and they truly believe that, that the three of us, you, me, and Mahoney, are <laughs> Todd Crisley. People are ride or die for the Crisley family, man. Wait, are we not Todd Crisley? I thought <laughs> I thought we were Todd Crisley. No, we're not. Oh shit! They're like. Man, I hope this isn't true, but we stand with you and your family, Todd. You, your family's the greatest. Yep. What a bunch and of suckers! And they keep saying that, and they keep hashtagging "I stand with Todd," which oh makes me happy. Yeah, <laughs> and sharing it. Yep. And then the other people are like, "What happened? What's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Google something. Google ass bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Google ass bitch. How are you so in tuned to? Uh, Chrisley knows best, but you don't know when your savior, the Todd father, has been indicted on 12 counts of financial yeah, crime. Like, I find it hard to believe that all of the people commenting on that don't watch Inside Edition daily. Right. That's the demographic. That's the that's their market. Exactly. Slacking. Yeah. But yeah, Todd Chrisley memes getting dank. <laughs> the the boomers don't respond as well when they get dang yeah yeah you need to simplify it it needs to be yeah. simple and it needs to be badly formatted yeah and they don't respond well to me throwing lens flares and weird emojis 
into it and just having words that don't make any sense. No, that's for us. Yeah. Sometimes that face one Savannah. You know, one for them, one for you. Yep. I was really bummed out they didn't like the sleeping shack one. I thought that one was good. Well, because they didn't like my fucking lemons. They really didn't like your lemons. <laughs> one one lady commented, oh, poor guy." Yeah. They really didn't care for your lemons. No, they didn't like the lemons at all. They don't understand how fucking lemons work. <laughs> J-Pop in the chat says, uh, please tell me Kelly has some gems of fan mail from Todd Chrisley memes. Uh, oh, Christ. There haven't been messages. No. I actually toyed but with the idea of going through the messages and uh, messaging people back and being like, hey, can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to get involved in any fucking wire fraud or anything. That's the thing. We have to be very careful. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so now that you have access, have you been going through the messages? Well, I I have uh, marked as done every single one except for this one because I love it. Uh, Linda on January fifth, two thousand seventeen, messages Todd Chrisley <laughs> memes. Hey. LOL. The next day, how are you? The same day, but four hours later, you need to reply, boy. <laughs> and then two days later, Todd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we need a, a, a Chrisley News sounder so we can keep everybody up to date on what's going on with, with uh, our based Todd. Yep. In these trying times. Also, if you have grandparents, please explain to them how limes turn into lemons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really appreciated that uh, that that audio theater there. It was like it was like I was there. Oh, thank you. It was good. It's good times. It's great. Do you okay. think there's going to be a trial? Hell yeah. <sighs> yeah, and those fucking psychos probably want to have their. Uh, reality uh show crew in the courtroom well they already asked if they can still shoot the show in between the trial and stuff well of course they did they can't stop them paychecks yeah but yeah, uh, part of their their bond is usually you're not supposed to cross state lines and they i guess requested to be able to excuse me to cross state lines yeah i don't know who i know more about this i know more of the details about this situation than i know about the spider-man shit so that that tells you what's going on. There are more important things in this world than the MCU. And that's Todd Grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> the TCU. Yep. God damn it. Anything else, guys? No. You know what? That's enough. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Jose? Uh just got back from Atlanta while I was up there. How'd that work out for you? How Boy, did Atlanta is my butthole you? tired? Fuck me, dude. <laughs> First time I did a road trip and I had to go through a whole pack of wipes. A whole pack? The... Like a full-size pack of wipes? 48. Oof. Oof. That's a lot. Were, were you seeing blood? I stopped looking once it looked like <laughs> oh, fucking no. Stranger Things 3. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sometimes you just, you know it's bad. There's no point in looking. Just wipe like until good. you don't feel it anymore. I'm good. 
Um, Do you think it's Atlanta specifically, or you just remember how bad experiences you've had in Atlanta? Are you sure you don't have bad poop experiences other places? Um. I mean, do we have records of me having that much shit anywhere else? I mean, <laughs> I, I do. Yes. Hang on, let me check. It's only like uh, two or three times in Atlanta, right? Well, that's that's up two or three times. I mean, the only other place is Orlando, and that's by default. I live here. Yeah, Mahoney, you're thinking of nose stuff. <laughs> no, no, I keep a record of all the times Jose shits. Oh, okay. You tallying it up? Yep. It says in, here. In uh, in India, lots of shitting. No, because I, well, no, Bangladesh, lots of shitting. I got sick from India, but I got sick here. It's true. It's true. You and you were sick in Bangladesh a little bit. Yeah, Bangladesh also, I shit seven times in an hour. It, oh, it, it was better not to shit a lot in India or Bangladesh because 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 of the toilet situation. Makes but sense. that was fucking cool. I almost shit my pants in a bookstore in Japan. What? <laughs> I really had to go to the bathroom, and there weren't any bathrooms in the bookstore. So I had to quickly go buy the things I wanted and then run over to the arcade next door and climb up all five floors until I found a men's room. Oh, no. He starts pulling pages out of books. Like, we gotta go. <laughs> I fucking made it somehow. Five climbing fly, five floors with a butt full of poop. Yep, that's scary. All that shaking, all that jibbling. Don't they have those like (laughs) phone booths on the sidewalk that you could poop in? Or don't they have like those elevators? (laughs) (laughs) Elevators. Well, the elevators are super slow in like some, especially in the arcades because everyone's using them. So you're better off using the stairs. You would have shat on an elevator. Yeah. No, I definitely would have pooped in that elevator. <laughs> I'd have been like, this is close enough to a stall. So, Jose, do you think it was from anything in particular or just Atlanta? Uh, just well, the we, dirty we went south. to a place. I, I think I'm starting to... I got to be careful when I do pork and dairy, apparently. and Pork and ice cream apparently does not sit well with me. Yeah. Anytime I'm meat. Red meat and dairy. You gotta stop making yeah. pork chops slathered, <laughs> slathered in a uh, Neapolitan <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, <laughs> but that's its favorite kind of milkshake. <laughs> you get the protein. You get the calcium. Um. So when I wasn't shitting, we we were able to go to a Falcons preseason football game. Nah, 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 nah. That was six bucks. So we fucking went in there and chilled. Six bucks? What preseason? We we bought nosebleed tickets and then just walked around and slowly got closer to, yeah, to like real down low. Saw a touchdown pretty close. That was cool. Left at halftime. Um, and then one more football. So I'm going to send you a link. So th- through working. The convention things through acquaintances i met this guy whose son is in the nfl right now he's the backup for the seattle seahawks so they're playing minnesota 
and it's preseason, so he's going to get playing time. So we go down to the bar to eat and watch the game. We're watching the game and, you know, cheering. And then this happens. And shit got silent real quick. Oh, go ahead no. and He's okay. But we didn't know at the time. So this happens. It cuts to commercial. Takes a long commercial break. When the game comes back, they come back to the announcers, not the game. The next thing you next time they show the field, like the new quarterback's in and they've already hiked it. Wait, so what happened? I'm linking it right now. Watch that. Watch out, Paxton. Personal foul. Paxton. Personal foul. Unnecessary roughness. Oh, he's going to be the number 24. Easy. Contact. Oh, uh, yeah, he got his shit scrambled. Yeah. But we yeah. never saw him get up. Fuck football, Yikes. you guys. Yeah, Never saw him get up, never saw a thumbs up, because they didn't, you know, they cut away from it, and his phone died, so no one knows if this fucking dude's alive or not. Oh, my Jeez. God. So, you know, that was a, a, a different type of walk back to the hotel. I was like, Ugh. it's different. <laughs> like, like it's one thing seeing a football injury, but it's another thing when, like, you know the dude's dad, and you know he's in the stands and he's watching. Like, it's a different vibe. But he's alive. That shit was nuts, though. No names. But if you know foosball, you know who I'm talking about. Fucker, he almost kissed his asshole. That's how far back his head snapped. Yikes. Okay. And then we fucking snuck, snuck on a, the flight was supposed to be later, but we were able to do standby and get the fuck out of there. But, uh, surprise, the lady had my house keys <laughs> because the plan was, is my brake light was out. So she got the brake light fixed. Finally. Fuck. Yeah. And then was going to pick. <laughs> me up in my car because my car has the most room so she had my car my house keys <sighs> fuck me so I get there no keys but I find one of the maintenance guys I'm like dude you gotta let me in man figure this out. <laughs> fucking the office opened till 10 fuck me he's like I don't know you sir it's like no no come on come on run my shit he's like didn't you get evicted <laughs> in uh record time <laughs> but i got in spoiler alert <laughs> if you guys didn't know or not i got in the house are they doing the podcast from the sidewalk tonight yeah. it from in my car so that's about it just a week of work atlanta it's a different town it, atlanta is a weird spot man it is a it is a interesting vibe, to say the least. I don't know if any of my stories are radio friendly. <laughs> if you have to ask, the answer is no Ghostbusters at the show, though. We're we'll <laughs> disappointed. No <laughs> Ghostbusters there. Fucking ghosts everywhere. <laughs> yeah, ghosts of hair show past. <laughs> All the dead hairs just going around and haunting people. There was well, they were like, man, it was though. weird because like they would cut the hair and once it hit the floor, they would all like <laughs> merge together. Mm -hmm. That's upsetting. And then Captain Kirk came out and fucked it all. 
don't care for that image at all. <laughs> What's going on, Kelly? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot. Uh, so I did what I what I called a wrestling cleanse. I didn't watch anything since uh, the G1 finale nice. up until like last I, night. So I went a full week. I did that too. <laughs> I'm doing really. Yeah, full full week at least. Man. But now I've I've broken it. As we speak right now, I'm watching one of the shows that I actually went to in Japan, and I'm watching myself get up out of the way of people being thrown into our chairs. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I, I didn't watch any wrestling for once. I played a bunch of video games. Uh, been playing more Fire Emblem, and there was a point on Friday morning where I was betrayed by one of the characters. And it made me so mad, you guys. <laughs> I was actively upset for a good chunk of that day. Because the amount of time I'd put into this character. Getting them leveled up. You know, the less, the personal, the one-on-one -on -one lessons. The tea parties we'd had. And they threw it all away. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Just, just shows that any of these little bastards could turn their backs on me. <laughs> DTA, yeah, the fire, the fire emblem world. Exactly. I never saw it coming. You never do, but man. Now, I've moved on. We're doing we're doing okay now, though. Uh, and then I played a bunch of Judgment. That game's still real good. Uh, I had to yesterday catch a dude who stole someone's uh, mascot costume and robbed a convenience store while wearing it. So that was fun. Doing the Lord's work. Yep. And today they announced that they're bringing Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 to the PS4. I saw that, and I thought so of you I immediately. Can, I can play through all those before I get to 6. So now I'm glad I never touched 6. Yes, I was going to recommend the game to you, but there's no point. You'll be playing Yakuza for a very long time. Yeah, well, yeah. What game, though? <laughs> uh, I don't know if we talked about it on this show or not, but the, Zen the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on the Switch? Oh, yeah, no, I'd, I've, I've purposely not touched that one. Really? Because I, I know it'll eat my life. Yeah, it's great. Uh, according to the uh, save screen, I've put in 60 plus hours, and I don't think I'm halfway through it. Jesus. Yeah, it's huge. You would like it very much. You probably shouldn't play it. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's one that I saw where everyone's like, yeah, you pretty much put a minimum 100 hours into this. And I was like, you know what? Maybe not. What do you do? Do you run errands? Uh, there's some errand running for sure. We, we um, know how Kelly likes to run errands in his video like, game. I do love running errands. You don't have to run the errands if you don't want to. Uh, no. I find myself running a fair amount of errands because like, I like seeing the interactions of the characters when the errands are done. Yeah, you got to run those errands. It's it's just a really fucking good game. It's great. Great character designs. Uh, it's an engine combat system. Like, what do you recommend? The uh, old school Japan RPG shit? Can't beat it. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, if you got to switch, uh, Fire Emblem is a real good time so far. That's another game that I'm probably going to pour a shit ton of time into purely because you're, uh, I'm going to play through it four times. Jesus. Well, because they're... Well, Okay, three times, three and a half. Because I've, for the one, that the file I'm playing now, 
I managed to save right before you make a very important choice. Okay. And then I save directly after that. So I have a uh, two files, so I can go back to the first one and pick up from the other and go with the opposite choice Makes next sense. time. Yeah. And, and so in this game, there's three different houses of the school that you can be the lead professor for. So I want to play with both of the other uh, classes. And Makes apparently sense. there's four different endings. So I think if I do it this way with playing the same one one and a half times and then the other two, I should be good. Fucking am. What's going on, Honey? That we're talking about? How was the kitchen? Um, you know, it was not very good. It was oh. fine. I never read the comic, so I can't speak for how faithful it was. Uh, but I was about 30 minutes in, and I felt like I'd been there for an hour and a half. Oh, that's <laughs> never and then good. And at some point, I was like, wait a minute. I specifically picked this movie so it would end in time for the podcast, and the podcast is getting real close. So this movie must be about to end. <laughs> and then the movie literally just ended, like, in the middle of the story, basically. And I was like, oh, all right, we're done all here. Right, then. So, off I went to home. So do you not think you're going to be able to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or? I I don't know, because they play it at really weird times because it's long. Yeah. So, I don't know that the timing is going to work out for me. God damn. <laughs> I mean, I'll see it someday, but I don't. I no longer really care if uh, anybody talks about it. So feel free to spoil. But away. I want to talk about it with you. Is my point? <laughs> well, I'll do my best. <laughs> I might need to go during work someday. Anyone that has seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I want to talk to you about it. So just put hit that us up there. on that Discord at discord.panelsonpages.com. That's right. The fucking uh, movie channel in there. Go nuts. Popping off. Fucking A. You do that anyway. Join it. Got anything else, Pony? No, I think that's pretty much it. I've just been hanging out. You know what? That'll do, pig. That'll do. He's got to go to to Florida. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, it never even hit me. I'm like, why is he taking an airplane somewhere that you can drive? Oh, God. Uh, he's so he dramatic. <laughs> flying to Florida. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty dumb. He's going to fly to Atlanta so he can fly back to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> take a trip. Fly to Atlanta, <laughs> take a shit, and then fly back. He just likes watching movies on the plane. It's all right. I like sleeping more. Oh. I w- I know something that happened this week. So I was on vacation down in uh, Maryland at the beach. And my cousins were there. Yes, New England. Yep, New England. Drove all the way down to the southern tip of New England, Maryland. And uh, my cousins are, I think, 12. I don't know who keeps track of that sort of thing. And the one of them was roasting me constantly, telling me that I sucked at Fortnite. And then we played Fortnite together, and his twin brother, who is also 12, said, mm, yeah, you know what? He's better at this than you are. And uh, so, yeah, suck it. Fucking <laughs> good, good for you, schooling those children. Great at Fortnite. FYI, everyone. 
If you got any kids you want to have killed in Fortnite, just let me know. What's happening to Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's I've like killed him in Fortnite. <laughs> we get back from Disneyland. I'm gonna hop on that Fortnite. Get 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 nice. practiced. Let's do it. Oh no, Jose's in too. Time, time is down. broken. Everything's all funky in here. Ask Zoe. She'll tell you. Lee. <laughs> so I've got a Popcast Classic for this week for our break. Sweet deal. Let's do it. From... We'll come back, talk about these movies, and uh, raise the hell up out of here so you can get some get, get a nap in before your trip. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, All cool. Right. Enjoy this. Break! This week's uh, Fuck, Mary Kill comes from uh, our good friend Comic Geek Kelly. Got a quick I got time for a quick one because we're running a little bit long. But uh, this one is called Can I Smell Your Beard? And gentlemen, your choices tonight are Santa Claus, Alan Moore, or Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Two wizards. You're familiar yeah, with you're familiar with Fuck Mary Kill, right? Uh, no. I'm going to need a little bit of uh, advice. Oh, okay. So the rules of the game are simple, sir. You're presented with three options. And you have to tell out of the three which one you would marry, which one you would fuck, and which one you would kill. Hence, fuck, marry, kill. So, Santa Claus, Alan Moore, Gandalf the Grey. Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate this. <sighs> it's easy. All right, what do you got, Jose? You, 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 well, you gotta kill Alan Moore. Yep. yep. You have sex with Santa, because that'd be one oh, freaking no, you're fucking I don't up. agree. You're fucking nope. up. You no, no, no. Well, if, if well let him finish, let him finish. Geeky, then you, you fuck Gandalf. He's he's a wizard. There will be a fireworks show in the bedroom. And in the I want boudoir. I want a fireworks show every night. So you no, marry, no, 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 no. you marry the fireworks. No, show. you marry Santa Claus. You live at the fucking North Pole, and you get elves and toys. He's Gandalf. He's Santa Claus. He's Gandalf. He's Gandalf. He's you have to marry Santa Claus. No, you don't. Nope. Nope. No. What are you on, you man? Don't have to marry Santa. Hey, what do you have to marry? The only problem with Santa Claus, the only problem with marrying Santa Claus, is you better never fuck up in that relationship because he knows if you've been naughty. Oh, jeez. Okay, what what is the benefit yeah. of marrying Gandalf? What is the benefit of marrying Santa? Because are you he's, high? He's a business owner. He's the marrying type. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit every no. fucking year. The same no, goddamn shit every fucking year. And he probably we... sleeps like eight months. No, you married Gandalf. There's Are we talking awesome Gandalf the gray or the white? You know, it doesn't specify. It just says Gandalf. So okay. I can... You guys can go way through when he turns into the white. You can grow white together. I find it interesting that either way, you're dealing with two guys with beards who hang around with a bunch of short people. Ooh, point. Ooh, point. Wow. I, I agree. You really, it's it's all three ways because I've heard some stories about Alan. <laughs> okay, you marry, you marry Santa, you're going to be fucking bored as shit. Are but, you high? But what are you Gandalf? You're just going to walk around New Zealand? Did you ever see Gandalf walk? The motherfucker had a horse. He could probably make unicorns. <laughs> Screw that! He comes in a fine style. That's true. The eagles are yeah, okay. The eagles are a selling point. He does whatever the fuck he Reindeer. wants. Reindeer, reindeer who bitch about who's going to be up front the whole goddamn time. <laughs> Dude, we're here with laser noses. 
Can this be the <laughs> actual the Cokey snort? Santa I don't want no Rudolph. Kid. Oh, okay. Ooh, claymation Santa? Yeah. What's that codependent fucking Frodo? That you no, gotta this, deal is, with. this is after they dropped the ring in the fucking shit. He never <laughs> went back and talked to them. That shit was done. Next. Next mission. It's something <laughs> he put on his leather jacket and he took off. Jesus Christ. He's like. You're gonna be like, oh, Santa, what do you want to do? The same thing we do every year. The same old shit. We're gonna sneak into some people's fucking chimneys. We're gonna leave some presents. We're gonna fucking shit in some stockings. We're gonna eat their cookies. We're gonna drink some fucking eggnog. And guess what? We're gonna go back home and plan on doing this a year from fucking now. It's the same. Wow. You know what? I think You've already killed Thoron. What else is there to do? Party! <laughs> Fucking party the rest of your goddamn life, and there won't be a, a. Not one day will ever be the exact same. You marry Santa Claus? It's Groundhog Day. Over and over and over and I think over. you know what I'm saying. Kind of me on it. It's the same thing. It's fucking Gandalf. He goes, you know, if, if, let's say you're going out and there's like a concert and there's a bunch of fucking dickheads mosh bringing around you, he goes, thou shalt not pass. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're gone. There's like a wall of awesomeness that douchebags can't cross, and you fucking party. There's fireworks, there's fucking fountains, there's fucking, like, there's yoo-hoo, fucking castles. I mean, whatever the you fuck you Oh my god. How do you marry Santa Claus? Okay, you know what's gonna happen you marry Santa Claus? Fucking Gandalf and the other guy that married him are going to drive by in a Pegasus and say, what's up? And you're going to look at him and say, that could have been me. I got I to say one thing. All right, what's up? If you marry Santa Claus, the fucker lives forever. Oh, that's true. You marry Gandalf. Gandalf. You marry Gandalf at the right time. Guy's getting on a ship and sailing away in like six months and you're free. Okay, but... Gandalf but, will never die. But It'll does, be a lifetime of awesomeness. Are Santa, you getting on a ship with him and going away? Is that what happens? Shit, yeah. You know, that's a fucking party cruise. <laughs> <laughs> You're going off to fight fucking sea serpents and fucking... The back of that ship's got a rock horse. climbing wall. They got a goddamn public <laughs> show happening down The Shire bikini Gavin, Gavin McLeod's running shit. Oh, my He's God. Like, I gotta get away from these hobbits. We're going on a cruise. Holy shit. <laughs> Kathy Lee's there. Do this thing. Oh, dude, you I, win. I think Thou you win. shall be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you, Mary Gandalf. If you go any other way, you're wrong. My my hat is off to you, sir. And I think it's pretty clear, though, Alan Moore dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can all agree <laughs> yeah, on that. Bottom line, Alan Moore's dead. <laughs> Although I would shave his beard off and wear it. With <laughs> We'd fucking party like rock stars. Both doing this the whole time. Yeah. I was terrified this one was going to be about ZZ Top, so, you know. Oh, God, I'm all... But if you want ZZ Top to play on your fucking party <laughs> bus, they're going to be there. Yeah, because... be like, make it happen. People like, what, you want fucking ZZ Top in the front room and fucking Naked Mariachi Band in the back room? <laughs> Done. Go party, homie. Go. Enjoy your life in my Yoohoo castle. <laughs> <laughs> A little longer, uh, 
than our usual. It gets me though. A little longer than our usual podcast classic, but even when I wasn't on the show, I was still pushing things. As I'm listening to it, I'm like, well, I guess I could cut it right here, but then like another ten seconds of brilliance would happen. I'd be like, I can extend it a little longer. (laughs) You gotta end with "Enjoy your life in my Yuhu castle," right? Yeah. Who was the other guy? Was that the fucking comics guy? No, that no, was, was uh, Pepper Inc. Yeah, Maruschek. That's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking comics guy did not like that game at all. <laughs> <laughs> he was just one step away from me like, I ain't queer, and hanging up the phone. He was, <laughs> he was not into that game at all. I wonder what he's up to these days. I wonder if he's fucking comics gate guy now. He's up to, um, let me hold on. Uh, turns out, fucking nothing. <laughs> Fucking nothing. So yeah, that was that was fucking great. So good. All and right. that didn't even so. have the line about uh, I'm coming for that round table. No, because no, that's, that's uh, the next one with Merlin. Yeah, that was. That was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was that the was the challenge, and that's when we after that we retired Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. There was no. Yeah. You, King Arthur, and your best friend Merlin better put some boards up because Gandalf and I are coming for that round table. <laughs> uh, shit's funny. Memories. <laughs> what episode was that from, Nice? That was episode 74. 420. Taking it back. The irony of me shouting, are you high at Jose, is not yeah. lost on me. Yeah. Smoke, <laughs> smoke every time Lee asks Jose if he's high. Every time I'm like, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Of <laughs> course <laughs> we're high. <laughs> yeah, did you not hear that rant? <laughs> Those are the fucking loony rant and raves of a madman. <laughs> the All loony rant and raves. Oh, God. But it's fucking straight truth, though. Like, all that science. Yeah, you can you look do. it up oh, yeah. in the textbooks. You do make <laughs> fantastic points. All right. So this week, I'm talking about uh, guilty pleasure movies. And I, I do love some of the uh, the indignation off the bat from people like our own Kelly Harris. Like, no. Everything I like is great. There's nothing to be guilty about here. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, I yeah. had the exact same problem. I was like, yeah. I don't like me bad movies. Let me tell you something. Guilt doesn't exist when you have no shame. <laughs> it's very true. So what you got, Kelly? You're talking to the person whose favorite TV show is General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No regrets. Yeah. Let's go uh, number six, the uh, Netflix <laughs> Death Note movie. All it's right. not really a guilty pleasure because I legitimately enjoy that movie. I still but, need to see that. It's good. Here's the thing. I have to justify it to everyone why I like that movie. But then once I say it, everyone pretty much goes, oh yeah, I can see that. Because it's just what if Death Note was an 80s movie? Yeah, it definitely is that. Yeah. And like once you tell people that, they go, oh yeah. yeah. And then they're kind of cool with it. And they're going to have to you know, take that big story and condense it down like an hour and a half and like it's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Totally fine. Uh number five, Pain and Gain. That Ooh. movie rules. I've always I've wanted to see seen that. that one. Never uh won. that movie's fantastic. Let me tell you something. If that movie had not been made by Michael Bay 
and let's say they put the name, like the Coen brothers' names on it, it would be heralded as a black comedy classic. Like, it's dark as shit. It's really funny. Like, Pain and Gain is great and does not get the credit it deserves because it's a Michael Bay movie. All right, but, all right. Yeah, no, I... I, the moment I you smell get, a movie night. Yeah, the moment you get to the part where The Rock is having a mental breakdown and is grilling Tony Shalhoub's hands and waving she, to the right. neighbors... Yeah, he, he no, was, it's a dark as hell movie, but it's hilarious. He was jacked in that movie. Yeah, he was. Uh, let's go. Number four. Definitely Maybe. This is a romantic comedy starring Ryan Reynolds that used to be on HBO all the time. Huh. Okay. So all right. I've seen it like a billion times who's because the, I wouldn't be... Who's the female lead? Uh, Isla Fisher? No, I want to say Isla Fisher. Ah, love her. Yeah. But yeah, no, so this is a movie that I've seen at least like parts of a billion times. I know I've I've seen it in full plenty of times as well, but... It was just in the rotation with HBO for a long-ass time. And that was back when I used to watch a lot of movies on HBO, so I caught this one a ton of times. And I really liked it. It's a very cute movie. What's the, the premise? Uh, it's basically... It's not unlike How I, How I Met Your Mother, in that it's Ryan Reynolds uh, telling his daughter about how he met her mom but also, like, changing up names and stuff so she doesn't know who's who. Huh. Like, it's a, it's, huh. it's a good movie. I like it a lot. Uh, number three, the Daredevil Director's Cut. Nice. Fuck yeah, Daredevil Director's Cut. Yeah, because that movie's actually good, but no one believes you. <laughs> yeah. With 100% more Coolio. Yeah, and you go, hey, this one has Coolio. <laughs> and half the time, people go, wait, what? <laughs> And you explain to them. Yeah, Coolio is in this version of the movie. And this one makes a lot more sense. Sure does. But it still has that shitty playground scene. But it also still has that fire ass Evanescence song. It sure does. I even like that fucking (laughs) playground fight. I don't give a damn. I go hard in the paint for that Daredevil Director's cut. That playground fight (laughs) is like of its time, I feel. Yes. It's aged very poorly. If that playground fight was in a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, people wouldn't shit on it. You know what? You're right. I think they probably would. People (laughs) shit on everything in those movies. Well, here's the thing. I think they would shit on it, but before, they would have loved it. Because with the Daredevil thing, people shit on it immediately. But, like, you put that in a, in a Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, yeah, I think people would have said it was cool. Uh, let's go. Number two is the Yakuza movie by Takashi Miike, based on the video games. It's bad. It's a bad what? movie. Yeah. Is Nugget like, in there? Bad... What? Is Nugget in there? <laughs> no, I wish. No. <laughs> The main problem with the movie is it won't make any goddamn sense if you haven't played the game. Like, he jumps around the story so much that, like, you need all of the context from the game itself for anything to make any sense. So, like, from... 
how it's built in the like the story and stuff, it's not good at all. But the actors for both Kiryu and Majima are fantastic. Like, so I I do love it in that regard because like there are parts of it that I really really enjoy but i would never give it to someone that's never played the game because they will just look at it and be like why do you like this garbage interesting yeah if you've played the first yakuza game or it's remake yakuza kiwami i definitely recommend watching the movie because Is this the I uh, think... yakuza apocalypse no that's uh that's a different movie that is also tremendous uh that one you should totally watch because it's fucking insane the only the only bad thing about that movie is it le- it leaves off on a cliffhanger that you know is never going to get resolved in another movie. So that that's a shame. But other than that, that movie rules. Yeah, I believe this Yakuza movie is from like two thousand four. I want to say. Okay. Here's the thing: Takashi Miike has made like a thousand movies, so they can't yeah. all be winners. No. He's over a hundred for sure because Blade of the Immortal was his hundredth, and so he's probably funny. made like five movies since then. At Jesus. least. That's what I always think about. Like, if I were to pick one director, like if you can only watch the work of one director, who would you pick? I would probably go Takashi Miike because he's done such a wide variety of stuff. I was say you get some range in there for sure. Some quantity. Such an insane amount of content too. I've um. On um, the Shutter app right now, they've got the Dead Al- Dead or Alive uh, trilogy. Nice. And, I need to watch those. And the first one, at least, they did uh, one of the Joe Bob Riggs shows on, which I would definitely watch it that way for sure because that is just fun times. <laughs> Might watch that while the ladies are out of town. There you go. All right, and then my number one. Godzilla's Revenge. This is a movie that's generally reviled in the Godzilla community. But because when I saw it as a child, I love it. So what the thing is with this movie is it's mostly made of clips from other movies. Oh, I remember that one, yeah. 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 But see, I love it because it takes all the monster fights from two movies I don't like and puts it into one. Nice. So just take all the good scenes out of them out of two movies, put them with more good scenes from this movie, surround that with a bunch of garbage, <laughs> and you get a movie I'm gonna really like. Like you know, the garbage isn't really out. any good. But there's like and it, it it's full of a uh, dumb smart ass children that I hate. But look, it's full of monster fights, and I'm all about that. Because I don't care what you say, Godzilla versus the sea monster sucks. It's not a good movie. It's boring. So take the fight scenes out of there, and the fight scenes out of Son of Godzilla, slap them bitches with fight scenes with Gabra, God. and then you got Godzilla's Godzilla's Revenge. Yo, Gabra Gabra? Yeah. Son of Godzilla's a tough sit. (laughs) That movie sucks. Yeah. But Godzilla's Revenge, you get the, the monster fights of three movies... No, you're not wrong. To go. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. No, right. I I look forward greatly to rewatching that in nice, uh, high quality when the Criterion releases it. So that's a solid list, sir. Thank you. The Criterion sounds like something that Godzilla would fight. 
<laughs> the Criterion Collection. It's like a Hydra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got an email sent to you, popcast at penaldonpage.com from our boy Vetter. Uh, he says, uh, this is a really hard list to narrow down, so I'm limiting it to sci-fi films and low Rotten Tomatoes scores. <laughs> uh, uh, number six, Mars Attacks. The bad CGI didn't stop me from watching this. Dude, I fucking love Mars Attacks. Yeah, Mars Attacks I is saw great. that all, because like, I was searching for like guilty pleasure movies just to get ideas, and I saw this all over lists, and like I wouldn't consider that, because it's fun. No. no, it's great. It's peak Tim Burton... Great cast, like every, dude. That everybody. cast is in, it doesn't make any sense. You it's look every, at it, everybody you want to see. You look at it now, and the CGI is garbage. But at the time, it was top of the line, state of the yeah. art. And they fucking look just like those Martians. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, it's great. Uh, number five, crawl. It was a weird, bad mix of Star Wars and Dungeons and Dragons, but the Cyclops and Five Star Boomerang thing kept me renting it over and over. Uh, number missed. four, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> I don't know who pitched this idea, but thank you. Starring George Clooney. That's right, yep. Uh, number three. Yeah, he's the guy, um, the parachutes, right? Pfft, fuck, I never watched that movie. <laughs> 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 I know George I Clooney is in one of those, though. Uh, number three, Beastmaster. A cheap Conan knockoff that was only saved by the animals. I fucking love Beastmaster. Uh, number Two, Conan the Destroyer. As much as I love Conan the Barbarian, I can admit the sequel was cheap and campy. Out with James Earl Jones and in were Wilt Chamberlain and Grace Jones. At least they kept the great soundtrack. Why is Conan always fighting brothers and sisters? You can draw your own conclusions based on that. Uh, and then number one, the Toxic Avenger. Man, do I love me some Toxic Avenger. So cheaply made, horrid acting, bad costumes, and nothing but good times in Tromoville. I feel like I didn't see that one until like Fuse was replaying it in the mid two thousands at like three in the Holy morning. Holy shit! Remember Fuse? Remember Fuse? Fuse was the jam. Fuse oh, ruled. Yeah. Like MTV stopped playing videos, and Fuse was like, "Hey, we got videos. We also yeah. got yep. Toxic Adventure." <laughs> yeah, I saw so many Lincoln Park videos on that channel. Hell yeah! Solid, solid list. All right, let's see. Uh, all right, so I'll, I'll, I put it on my list. I got uh, Howard the Duck. Fuck yeah. Up on Stable. there. Because I was really excited when I, when, I, when I picked it up a few years back, whenever it came out on DVD or whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, okay. With adult eyes, this definitely isn't a good movie. But boy, do I have a good time watching this movie every oh, time I God. watch this movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. One of the f most fun movie marathons of my life was Howard the Duck, Half-Baked, and Eddie Murphy Raw. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that's a hell of a day. day. Yeah. That's a hell of a day. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, this ridiculous movie called Manborg on the list. Manborg? Manborg. This is uh, done by the same crew, same crew that's done a whole bunch of weird little movies. They did a movie called... Uh, the editor, um, it's, a, it's an Astron Six movie. The first kind of real movie they did was that movie, um, The Void or something like that. It's on Netflix now. It's like a legit ass horror movie. But Manborg, they shot it for about a thousand dollars, and it's just 
crazy practical effects, garbage green screen scenery, and everything about it is magical. Uh, watch the Manborg trailer, and you'll be like, yeah, no. You'll either get it, or you won't get it. <laughs> because it's it's got that kind of a kind of a Kung Fury vibe to it. Mm. Okay. Uh, but it's like a futuristic vibe. Like it looks like it was made in 1982, but it was made in 2012. Like it's all they know what they're doing every step of the way. It's 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 wonderful. You would love it, Kelly. Yeah. No, I think I have that in my list on some. I either Netflix or Prime has it, and I have it in my list. I can't remember which site it's on. Yeah. No, you would love it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Definitely, right up your alley. Uh, it's 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 fucking great. Um, I would throw Aliens versus Predator on here. Mm. Yeah, see, see, uh, that almost made mine, but I haven't seen it in so many years. You see, should I watched feel guilty about that because one. watched the, all those movies with uh, uh, the my daughter, and you know what? I fucking I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's not great, but it's got aliens. They V some predators. <laughs> That's all you want. Yeah, they, they V them real hard. And a predator becomes best friends with Sanaa Lathan, too. Yeah, yeah. They fucking, you know, they, they, they bonded over their common love of killing evil space bugs. And also, they made the pyramids. So what else do you want, man? It's good. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to throw in cool world into the mix yeah, uh, what a good, a good one what a good sleepover movie that was right fucking this is i a, don't think i know what this is oh it's good uh ralph actually directed it and apparently there's an incredibly different version of that movie that exists someplace he wrote it as a horror film uh so it's gabriel byrne uh he's a comic book ar- ar- author or artist and he gets pulled into his own world his own comic book world and it's this crazy like surrealist uh ralph bakshi-esque artwork and the only other human in the world is a young brad pitt who's been in there since world war ii came up from world war ii got in a motorcycle accident ended up in the cool world and so it's this crazy animated world all you know this really good animation fucking kinky roger well roger was yeah roger Kim Basinger yeah, is basically playing the Jessica Rabbit, but she's Hollywood. Yeah, and she's trying to get the off the comic book writer guy to fuck her so she can turn into a real person. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, I have no idea what this movie is. Holy shit. <laughs> More like filthy this Pinocchio. This movie is advertised in like 900 million comic books, Kelly. Yeah. The funny thing is, I've probably seen the ad and would yeah. like recognize it immediately. Yeah. You definitely would. But it's got a wild art style because they... All the sets when they're in Cool World, it's a cartoon world. So like, all the sets are two dimensional. So like, if they're walking by a car and it's just like a cardboard cutout of a car from the front, you know, like all the pillars and stuff, it's all like very two D and made. But they're, and it's I don't know, it's it's got a real, nothing looks quite like it. It was uh, ahead of oh, its yeah, time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Seeing this poster in comics. Yeah. yeah. The the concept and the cast are better than the script was, I believe. Yes, and that's the thing. Apparently, there's a very, very different version of the script that existed, and that's where there were some huge creative differences with uh, the notoriously, let's say, temperamental uh, Ralph Bakshi in the studio. Like, apparently, his original script was a horror movie about uh, 
Debs and Hollywood's son coming back like to murder his father for revenge for something. It's completely Ooh. different. Shit got dark quick. I think it's on Prime right now. It's always uh, bouncing around the streaming services somewhere. Yeah. It's it's a weird I haven't seen it in a long time. It's it's a fucking weird one. Uh, uh Kim Basinger as animated Hollywood wearing like a white queen outfit and then doing stripper dances. That'll make a young boy nut. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a little sexual awakening shit for sure. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, and then um Number two, I'm gonna go with Wolf Cop from 2014. Oh, there's no shame in that. Well, no, <laughs> that that is just a great movie. It's about a cop who becomes a werewolf. Lee, the transformation starts in his dick. Oh, the transformation wish, absolutely starts in his dick. I wish it was about a wolf who became a cop. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a wolf sitting at the table at police academy, and the the proctor's like, "You're never gonna make it. Just quit." It's fucking outstanding. It's 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 so fucking great. I love Wolf Cop. Uh, not sure if it's on the streaming sites or not, but it's worth a fucking rental if nothing else. Because yeah, the transformation does in fact begin in this dick, and it's a good transformation. The wolf suit looks fucking amazing, and the guy who plays like his buddy, he's just in a different movie having a great time. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I also have another Wolf Cop. But I have not seen it yet. I'll report back on that one when I'm done, because I'll bet it's great too. Is it Wolf Cop Two or is it actually called Another Wolf? Cop? It's called Another Wolf Cop. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 fucking great. Uh, and then uh, number one, going uh, old school with a classic, going Orgasmo. Fuck yeah, love that one. It's another good sleepover movie. Yeah. So, well, for half the class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched that with a bunch of our high school friends, and uh, they were not into it. <laughs> yeah. No, they did not understand what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a fuck a, at this point a baby faced Trey Parker. Yeah, uh, starring an orgasmo about a Mormon uh, missionary who becomes unlikely a porn sensation. Yeah, it's <laughs> basically a Book of Mormon prequel. You know what? It kind of is. Holy shit. Like, yeah. if you're into Trey Parker, Matt Stone, South Park, Basketball, Team America, and you haven't seen Orgasmo, you need to get on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the guy who plays basketball is uh, in this. He's fucking... That guy's hilarious. Choda Boy. Choda Boy. Yep. Yeah, everyone on, is hilarious. Rocket! <laughs> and they got a whole bunch of, like, porn actors to be in the movie, too. But kind of the running gag is every time you think you're going to see boobs, just some hairy dude ass shows up in the frame. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of butts, dudes' butts in the boys. Yeah, a lot of dude butts in the boys. Everyone just more chiseled than the last. Yeah, they're some real good butts. <laughs> some solid donks. It's good stuff. Uh, so you got anything on the Twitter? Twitter? Uh, yeah, we got a bunch on Twitter. I assumed you would have it up, but I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, no, I have it up. Okay, okay, cool. What we got? Uh, all right, let's go with Kristen Allen. She's at the top here. She says she doesn't subscribe to the concept of guilty pleasures because she has no shame in what she enjoys, but here's a list. Good attitude. Good attitude. 
Uh, I feel like the perfect attitude coming from her. Uh, number six, Bride of Chucky, because of Jennifer Tilly. Three heart right emoticons up. right next to it. Uh, number five, Leprechaun in Space. He literally shoots out a guy's dick. Shoots. Yep. He literally shoots out of a guy's dick. Okay. That changes that. <laughs> uh, f- number four, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, the gayest horror movie ever made. Number three, Friday the 13th, part seven, which is basically Carrie versus Jason. Number two, oh, yeah. about that one all the time. Texas Chainsaw 3D. Lee's review no. of the movie made her love it even before she saw it. God. And number one, Halloween Resurrection. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Resurrection. Yep. Which one was that? That's the one with Busta Rhymes. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Well, the reality TV show goes to the Myers it house. Follows them. Yeah, and Michael Myers shows up. And that's the when you realize at that point that Michael Myers' one weakness is rappers. Because <laughs> before that, LL Cool J got him. And that one, Coolio, uh, Buster Rhymes gets him. Well, LL Cool J would take on a goddamn shark. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't give a shit. Solid. Uh, Solid. Ben checks in. Uh, starts off with The Room, number six. A cliched pick, perhaps. But this movie is irresistibly bizarre. Uh, number five, hard ticket to Hawaii. Come for the tits and explosions. Stay for the <laughs> sick frisbee tricks. Andy Sidaris's films are basically Fast and Furious movies with smaller budgets and more nipples. Uh, that that's a good is selling the point. Best sell I've ever heard of a movie in my life. Uh, number four, The Devil's Advocate. Which is peak woe Keanu versus peak hooah Pacino. Love that movie. <laughs> uh, number three, Phantom of Great soundtrack. That movie. Phantom or, or score. Sorry. Yeah. Number three, Phantom of the Paradise, a silly but stylish musical from Brian De Palma that is way better than Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, shots fired. Uh, number two, Howard the Duck. Childhood fave that I know is shit now, but can't bring myself to dislike duck tits. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and number one, with a bullet, the 2006 Wicker Man remake. This movie is at least 40% of my online legacy. <laughs> no, that movie's in Ben's DNA at this yeah, point. Yeah. He's more wicker than man now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Over the Top. My brother and I watched this countless times during the late 80s, and it still delivers. Plus, it's the subject of one of my favorite Norm MacDonald bits. And shout-out number two, Troll 2, You Don't Piss on Hospitality. Nah, fuck that movie. (laughs) (laughs) That movie's a tough watch. And then one more, if we want to finish finish out Twitter real quick. Uh, Juggalo John, uh, number six, The Core, which... That was one of those like post-Armageddon movies where... Oh, wasn't John Gotta Favreau? Save the Earth. Yeah, wasn't John Favreau in that one where they had to, or maybe it was it was Aaron Eckhart, where they had to drill to the core of the Earth to save the Earth. They were basically doing Armageddon. Yeah, I think Earth. Eckhart. Yeah, that sounds just dumb enough that you're probably right. Favreau was in Deep Impact, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, number five, House Two. It's so over the top, goofy version compared to the first one. Number four, the the Riddick movies, Chronicles is best. Oh, I saw Chronicles of Riddick in the theater. (laughs) So bad. I saw so many bad movies in the early to mid 2000s. (laughs) Number three, Joe versus the Volcano. Man, I saw that one when I was a kid and I hated it. 
uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, I think it was their first movie together. Start of a whole legacy, really. Yeah. Uh, number two, the Tremor movies, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would not feel guilty whatsoever about loving Tremors, but I have not seen any of the sequels, so. And number one, Sucker Punch. No comment necessary. Ooh. All right. All right. Sucker Punch is a really cool music video. It really is. Good stuff. All right. Sweet deal. Fucking not bad. What you got, Nice. All right. Top six guilty pleasure movies. My number six, Man of Steel. I loved it. Fuck yeah. Like, from the get-go... Like, Turn this whole goddamn show down. I love the the vibe of it. I love the score. I love uh, Cavill. The cast is good. I can see its flaws, like the fucking the dildo rockets. <laughs> I was just not. And that's not one of the flaws. I was not prepared for the overwhelming negative reactions to Man of Steel, and like it has not been diluted whatsoever. People still hate that movie. Uh, Standing up to Batman versus Superman. It's a work of art. I agree. I like Batman v Superman more. <laughs> I I don't like it. That's like choosing between punching and kicking. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I, I guess Batman v Superman is better just because it's got Batman in it. Yeah, I feel like Man of Woman. Steel is at yeah. least somewhat hopeful. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Hopeful? That's, that's the 9-11 Jesus movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the movie where Pa Kent fucking walks into a tornado he just because. He, he moonwalked he's, into it. Uh, yeah, but can you imagine like the statement that left on him where he's like, nah, I got this. Let me fly this time. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked that scene better if Pa Kent turned around and tried to punch the tornado. <laughs> One of my favorite things about Man of Steel is they played it on FX so much, and every time it was on FX, I had to message Tito. <laughs> Tito hates that movie. Number five is Coyote Ugly. You know what? solid when the, i almost put that on my list when the trailer came out for it and like the posters like i was just like it spoke to 19 year old nyes it was just super hot but then like it turns out to be this like cute romantic comedy about a songwriter following her dreams <laughs> i was like oh yeah spank material let's go and it's like oh this is so nice Piper Parabo can be a leading lady. Never was. Nope. There was uh, the one of the movie theaters around here had the big vinyl banner of Coyote Ugly, and it was like 15 foot tall by 30 feet wide. And I was like, I'm going to get that. I'm going to hang it on the wall. <laughs> Never did. Never I remember did. watching that movie being like, oh, look, the handsome boy likes comic books, too. <laughs> Uh, number four. Yeah, he, he sold his first appearance with the Punisher so that yep. she could record an album. Or Holy something. shit, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. John Goodman's great in that. Well, uh, hit by a damn car at a at a uh, toll booth back in the day when people sat at toll booths. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, my number four is Attack of the Clones. Because I feel like okay. public yep. opinion, Attack of the Clones is worse than Phantom Menace. No. I feel like Attack of the Clones gets more shit than Phantom Menace. I think Phantom Menace was a shock because it was the first one and it was real bad. Attack of the Clones had the opportunity to change that and I I feel like it went more badly. No, Phantom Menace is almost unwatchable. But like Attack of the Clones is just kind of clunky. It's the one that I've watched of the prequels. It's the one I've watched the most thanks to TNT. And it's, it's just big, so big lightsaber battle with all the little bug guys and shit. There's some cool stuff in that movie. It's just bad and it's wrong and it's weird and it's slow. Darth Maul. But it's got Darth, the first one's got Darth Maul. Yes. It's better. But the second By one's default. got Django Fett and Django Unchained is pretty cool. I watched you got I watched a lot of Attack of the Clones when I was editing Django Unchained. So there's also that. That final fight scene is awesome. But you get Hayden Christensen uh, just doing some good acting. <laughs> I'm more like acting. I'm acting. <laughs> uh, number three, I'm going to go with Juggalo John, Sucker Punch. Best video game movie not based on a video game. Also uh, accurate. And I would say it's mostly a guilty pleasure because it's a thirst trap like Coyote Ugly. But yeah. people seem to really hate that one, too. Like yeah, but you can pick up and watch any of those sucker punch sequences and walk away. But yeah, that was rad. Yeah. 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 When you try to make it into a movie, it just kind of doesn't work. No, nah, I love it. It works for me. Yeah. Dig it. Always, always have been team sucker team punch. Team sucker punch. Remember the uh, the controversy throughout our community when sucker punch came out? Oh, yeah. What was the controversy? About whether or not you were allowed to like it. Was it? I forget. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Yeah. That's so many controversies I, I ago. <laughs> I remember the controversy, and I remember that it had something to do with um, it being like a false, uh, like it holding itself up as some sort of female empowerment movie, but not being that whatsoever, mm. and being uh, being harmful. So, but I don't remember much else. But I, I don't really remember much about Sucker Punch just in general, other than the girl looks like a sailor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a I sailor know I've movie. seen it and I enjoyed it for what it was, but I couldn't tell you like fucking anything about it. Well, that's the thing is it's it's just scenes. It's yeah, cool action set pieces tied together with this uh, insane asylum slash brothel subplot. It's essentially just the kind of movie Zack Snyder would make if he didn't have the framework of an adaptation. Right. And I was all for it. <laughs> uh, number two. Has host- he done an original movie outside of that one that was an adaptation? Was the legend the, the animated owl movie, was that original? No. <laughs> I forgot he did that. Animated owl movie? Yeah, it was Legends of Gahul or something like that. Uh, that kind of really made off a book, a kids book. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that was original. Uh, no, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> Three hundred Watchmen, 
Man of Steel. Just doing the hits in my head, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, Even that Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. I love that well, Dawn yeah, of the Dead. Original. Yeah, that's not original. Jose uh, is on my team for Sucker Punch, but he will not uh, be on my team for this one. Number two, The Happening. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Fuck no, no! So disappointed in that. I, I think I think as a short story, I think reading it and visualizing in your own head whatever this looks like works way better than fucking what happened. Wind, everyone's running from wind. It just it didn't translate. I did not like it. Menacing shots of ferns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the beginning of the end for Shyamalan at that point. I And I hate Marky Mark, but I genuinely love that movie. <laughs> I don't know if it's because Jose hates it so much. <laughs> well, man, it's weird. It's funny, like, intentionally and unintentionally. And there's some cool deaths in there. I don't know. Watch it again. I'll give it a shot. And then number one with a bullet, Wild Things. Oh, I I was about like wild things. I was expecting that to be on. No, 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 no. Okay, if this isn't a matter of people don't like wild things, so it's a guilty pleasure for me. This is wild things is. So let me just start it off talking guilty pleasure. I told my parents I was going to see Chow Yun Fat's The Replacement Killers when I was going to see Wild Things (laughs) because I was already I already was feeling guilty about it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I was in love with Nev Campbell at the time. No one had ever been hotter than Denise Richards at that point. Uh, maybe not even since. <laughs> uh, Matt Dillon was like on a comeback from There's Something About Mary. This was before Bill Murray was trash. And it's just gross and dirty and s- it's slutty and sexy and funny. And like, there's some twists and turns in that fucking yeah. movie. Kevin Bacon yeah. is great, and you see yeah. Kevin's Bacon. Yep. Uh, before high speed internet, my VHS of Wild Things was like a go to. Like my VHS of Wild Things was either in one position on the tape or another position. <laughs> it was never, never anywhere else. It was never like rewound to the beginning or at the end. It was either at the hotel three way scene or the pool two way scene. That's a good fucking movie. It is great. And the funny thing was, is Nev Campbell had like a no nudity clause in her contract for it. And boy, did that bum me out at the time. But then like, she couldn't really get work after that. So she got naked in like nine other movies. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. That no one has ever seen. And then I've got a few, like, like shout-outs. Like, so, hang on, wait. Poking around, looking up wild things on Google. Yeah. And apparently there was a wild things foursome, uh, which I assume is wild things number four. But oh, oh, no. In some country, wild things foursome is called sex crimes four. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot they made a bunch of those shitty DVD sequels. Yeah, no thanks. Tremors 3. <laughs> Tremors 3 <laughs> is also called four. Sex Crimes 4. She pulled one of her own fucking teeth out with a pair of vice grips in that movie. Fucking around. Oh, I want to give a shout out to... It's more of a genre. Uh, J-Pop kind of brought this up on uh, Discord. Because he said, I better have Armageddon on my list. It didn't make my top six. But I love the genre of the getting the team together movie. Like Armageddon or Con Air, kind of. You know, you've got these very unique characters all kind of joining together on this mission. And then I feel like a lot of people sleep on that Nicolas Cage Gone in 60 Seconds remake. Like that, oh, that almost made my list. That I, was I could watch that movie anytime. Yeah. I did, you know love that movie? Goat. Oh, it's fantastic. And it's like that came out before Fast and Furious, I believe. Like I think we, so, yeah. we could yeah. have had a Gone in 60 Seconds movie universe. But nope. I think that was a remake, wasn't it? List. Yes, it was a remake. Yeah, I like that movie. Uh, who? Rabisi's the fuck-up brother? Yep. He's got to bail out. Angelina Jolie, Robert Duvall. He's looking hot. And, uh, John Boy, right? Villain? Uh, no, uh, Eccleston. No, he was on his team, wasn't he? That's John, right, yeah. John Voight was not in Gone in 60 Seconds. What am I thinking of? Anaconda? <laughs> no, no, you sure he's not? <laughs> I'm pretty positive. To the Google machine! It's been a while, but... Um, Scott Kahn's in it. Delroy Lindo. It's like fucking Ocean's Eleven, but... Vinnie Jones? No. No, uh, no Jean Voight. What the fuck was I thinking of, then? Right. Mission take Impossible. It back. Are it's you thinking? Connected. Are you thinking he was in it because he's Angelina Jolie's dad? No. What the fuck I was thinking of? You're thinking yeah, of Anaconda. <laughs> fuck, I love Anaconda. Where that fake puked up John Boyd? And he winks. All right. Uh, let's see. Went to the uh, to the Discord. Nice. That you can all sign up for. It'll go right to it at discord.panelsonpage.com. Uh, J-Pop hit us up. said, number six, Roadhouse. It has Terry Funk in it, as well as Swayze ripping a throat out. Uh, number five, I Am Wrath. Travolta killing ga- a gangster in Columbus, Ohio, with his black ops partner, Christopher Maloney. How did this not get nominated for any awards? <laughs> what era Travolta? I'm into. What era Travolta was this? Paint on hair Travolta? I've never heard of this. No idea. Uh, number four, a little Nikki. As Nas likes to say, it was the Avengers of the Happy Madison universe. God bless it. Uh, it was like the Avengers and like the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back of the Happy Madison universe. Yeah. I almost put Adam Sandler as one of my top six. Just like all the Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> Watch that murder mystery on Netflix. <laughs> I saw that on Netflix. <laughs> it was better than you would expect. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. The most incredible part of that movie is they get on an airplane bathroom. It's the most giant fucking bathroom I've ever seen in my life. Was listening to an airplane. <laughs> it's like, what is this fucking plane? 
Uh, number three, Gotti. It's Travolta playing a notorious New York mobster in a movie that is just full of cliches. And for some reason, Pitbull plays in the background. And uh, produced by MoviePass. MoviePass, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, Basketball. Almost made my list. This movie is crude, but the pro sports jokes made me chuckle and the soundtrack rules. Um, I'm going to say, personally, that about 90% of what I know about sports, I learned from basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, explains that makes it. sense. Is and he... uh, number one, Nick Cage movies. I can't pick just one. Yeah, I, I love basketball. Like I had a framed poster of basketball in my house for a while. And I, I can't really... Like, comedies... I can't really look at it as a guilty pleasure because they're fucking they're made to be stupid and funny. So yeah, M- meant to delight you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, toxic Nick Cage movies. That's one. That'd be <laughs> fucking Mandy. All I think day. that that would be one that we all have to agree on. We, right, we would have yeah. to put our heads together. Yeah, come to a consensus. Put it out there to everyone to pick their top six, and then we compile it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, we have to do some kind of, like, score it by ranking and stuff. Yeah. And point values. Mm-hmm. I can model it. I like it. <laughs> Ooh, I can do some Nick Cage movie analytics. <laughs> My world's colliding. Don't threaten <laughs> me with a good time. Uh, Juan comes up and he says... Oh, oh hey. Please. It's Juan's birthday today. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Juan. Juan. Well, 13 Happy minutes birthday. ago. Okay. Yeah, I think I meant to say it before midnight, but, you know, yesterday. Where he lives, it is before midnight still. No, he moved. Lee, he moved so long ago. Oh, that's right. He's in Florida now. Fuck. Well, the thought that counts. <laughs> Happy day after your birthday, Juan. <laughs> birthday week. Uh, he says, I don't feel guilty about enjoying any movies, but these are the ones that get a side eye from people. Uh, number six, the Resident Evil franchise. Uh, number five, Clash of the Titans, the old Harry Hamlin one. Number four, Flash Gordon. Number three, Red Dawn. Uh, he says the original 1884 one. <laughs> that made me laugh when I read it. The first movie ever made. Uh, number, <laughs> number two, Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, number one, uh, Juan is the only person in the world who saw the Gem movie. Oh, my God. Uh, and he says, shout out to the Banana Splits movie, which is too new for me to add to the list. I got to watch that movie. You should 100% feel guilty about that gem movie. <laughs> well, he's like, you know, the entire box office of that movie. Uh, Joe Wang writes in, uh, number six, Easy A. I hate it the first time I saw it, but every time it's on, I sit down and watch it. I kind of like that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think I watched that on streaming. It was pretty decent. It's not bad. Uh, number five, The Proposal. It's a romantic comedy, but damn it, Ryan Reynolds just draws me in. Second Ryan Reynolds movie of the night. Right? Whoa, whoa. Yep. Uh, number four, The Cars series. Uh, number three, White Chicks. Uh, Terry Crews singing a thousand miles. People love White Chicks. I missed out on that one. Uh, number two, The Disney Channel Xenon Girl of the 21st Century series. No explanation here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm yeah, going context to, would have gotten us nowhere. Thanks. I'm going to copy and paste Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. There better be some tits. <laughs> there are probably no tits. That's oh yeah, those movie. are young girls. And close tab. 
<laughs> uh, 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 browser history and smash the computer just in case. <laughs> no, it's like, Mary, come in here and put your fingerprints on my keyboard. <laughs> and uh, number one, John Tucker must die. All right, what you got, Moni? Alright, so I just had to change one of mine uh, thanks to that list. Uh, I'm going to start with the Brendan Fraser Mummy movie, which is the gift that Nye's had in the post uh, on Twitter about this, because I really like that movie. Yeah, That movie is a yeah. classic. Yeah, uh, The yeah. Mummy and Mummy Returns were on my, my honorable mentions. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, from there, I'm going to go to The 13th Warrior. Does anybody remember that movie? Antonio Banderas. I've never seen yes. it. Oh, yeah, I fucking love that movie. What was the the plot of that one? Uh, similar to like a Seven Samurai, uh, Magnificent Seven type situation, these warriors have to kind of come together and protect this village from these like monsters. Yeah, weren't they like some and, sort of uh, zombies? Kind of. Kind of. They were like they were like bear monster zombie type deals, and it's just it's one of those like. A bunch of dudes have to like defend the village, and then yeah. they venture out and like hunt down the monsters and kill the mother. And it's cool. There's there's nothing not to like. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I recommend it. Um, on my list, whatever you consider to be a bad James Bond movie, <laughs> however that manifests for you, if it's Roger Moore or Sean Connery or whatever, I don't care. I like them all. So, did you see the announcement about the last? Craig won today? I just did, yeah. No time to die. Which is going to be my new slogan. <laughs> you know, I That's thought about putting my favorite James Bond movie on my list because it's the one people really hate. It's the uh, George Lazenby movie. Which... Yeah, uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, which yeah. is one of the best spy movies ever made, Bond yeah, or not. I love that movie. Yeah. There's I absolutely don't... no reason to not like that movie. Yeah, I don't understand why people hate that movie. It's fantastic. People, people hate that movie because they never actually watched it. You know? Yeah. And wasn't That's... he like a like a one-off James Bond, too? Yeah. Yep. And so they shit on it, and they're like, ooh, like that one, that one sucks. It's like, no, you didn't see it. It's the, the Incredible Hulk of the Bond cinematic universe. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. All right, next on here, uh, First Night... Anybody seen First Night? No, no. With but... Richard Gere and Sean <laughs> oh, Connery. Right. I did and, do that one. And Lancelot yeah. and King Arthur. We're coming for that yeah, roundtable. Love that movie. Oh man, I watched love that movie it. so many times. Right? I love that movie. Uh, this Her one I so taller when like she caught rainwater in a leaf. Yes, oh, man, that's incredible. Or then he like faked out the the bad guys by uh, hiding in like the hay bales or something. I don't yeah. even really remember. Yeah, cool. They had really cool armor. Uh, great. On that same topic, I love Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah, that's a good one. But I feel like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is one of those ones. Like, who's gonna come through and be like, "No, nah, that movie sucks." Oh, people like, make fun of it because Kevin Costner couldn't hold an accent. Yeah, fair. Um, Euro Trip. <laughs> wow, Scotty Euro doesn't trip know. Is wonderful. Not road trip, but Euro. No, trip. No. Not road trip. Euro trip. Okay. Is not a part of road trip. Uh, uh, not a part of Euro trip. That's bad. 
I do kind of like road oh, trip. Great. Yeah, road trip's good too, but you know, Euro trip. What did we see that Amy Smart's gonna be in coming up? Oh, that fucking oh. ridiculous Justice Avenger. Dollar. Oh yeah, that, that yeah. was where they paint Shawn Michaels green. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Steve Ranazissi, Amy Smart, and then Shawn Michaels as Yoda. <laughs> Yoda Hulk. Yeah. God. All right. Rounding out my list. Uh, thanks to... Who went before me? Joe Wang? Uh, yes. Yeah. Thanks to Joe Wang. Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best Disney movies ever made. Because it's a James Bond movie. Because it's a James Bond movie starring Cars. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful have you watched that one recently like that came out before will was even born didn't it oh yeah oh i watch i watch that all the time it's i didn't said that before but i've never made it past like the first few minutes of it like i get to the part but i'm sorry you never made it past the first few minutes where they murder a car no 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 yeah yeah i, I yeah that's all well and good it is everything you said it would be but i always get to like the part where, like, Mater eats all the fucking wasabi and then uh-huh. attracted with something else, and I've never finished the movie. I don't think I've ever seen past that scene. That's it. Yeah, he thinks it's pistachio ice cream. Yeah. Do not eat the pistachio ice cream. <laughs> it has turned. <laughs> it's great. Highly recommended. That's the point. So Mater eats all the pistachio ice cream, and then he drinks from a fountain in front of all the fancy business people. And then Lightning McQueen is like, you gotta get the fuck out of here, you're embarrassing me. So then Mater goes to go to the bathroom, and when he goes to the bathroom, the spy car sticks the secret, like, you know, microfiche onto Mater before the other bad guy cars, like, attack him. Ah. And that's how Mater gets himself involved in this web of deceit. <laughs> now I gotta watch that goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, num- uh, okay, so uh, Tina writes in to the, to the Discord. Uh, number six, the 2014 Godzilla. Uh, it was panned for basically being a Godzilla movie, he says. No. Yeah, that movie, <laughs> no. No. No, it was panned for being a not good Godzilla movie. Uh, number five, School of Rock. Jack Black being cheated. I think that movie is just delightful. School of Rock is like an all-time great. Yeah. And uh, Number four, Pitch Perfect. Fuck you, I dig acapella. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That movie's also kind of delightful. Oh my god, acapella. Now, that movie's fucking funny. Uh, number three, you've got male. Obviously very dated, but Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks at their cutest, he says. Uh, this, is two, list? this is Tito's list? This is Tito's list, yes. Tito, number three, you're adorable. Sex in the City. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I saw the entire series, so I had to see the movie. I'll still watch it when it's on. Uh, number one, Musicals, Grease, West Side Story, Annie, Rent, Chicago, and so on. Bit of a cheat on this one, but fuck you. I love musicals. <laughs> Aggressive with his list. Yeesh. He's like, I feel feelings. Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, fuck you. I got a song in my heart. <laughs> I just want to sing, bro. Uh, and then Zero writes in. Uh, number six, he says, uh, High School DXD. It's not a movie. It's an anime, but I couldn't think of a sixth movie. It's about as fan service as you can get without going full-on hentai, but it's silly and fun. And you know what? He's fucking right. I stumbled upon that one by accident. I'm like, oh, wait, this makes me feel gross for watching, but I like what's happening. Like, I'm a big fan of the plot, but 
boy, these girls get naked every 30 seconds. <laughs> Whether the story needs it or not. Oh, it always needs it. Uh, number five, Clueless. So probably the movie I've seen most in theaters, like bordering JM numbers. <laughs> it was summer and movies were cheap with air conditioning. Wow. Uh, number four, fucking face off. Oh, Take one yeah. crazy over the top actor and have him play another crazy over the top actor and vice versa. Mm. Now, I would not feel a drop of guilt for loving face off. Nope. That's prime woo. Yeah. That's fucking woo woo. Woo, <laughs> Nick Cage, John Travolta. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's going. With his crazy ass golden guns. And the whole premise of being that you put these guys' faces on each other. It doesn't matter that one of them <laughs> six inches tall than the other one. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> it's the same person. Despite having completely different builds. Uh number three, the twenty sixteen Ghostbusters. Movie got a lot of shit, but I love it. Ooh. I'll even take the stance that it was a more enjoyable than Ghostbusters 2. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Hang up on him. Negative. <laughs> Negative. Oh, that's the most wrong shit anyone has said on this show so far. Oof. Not just this episode, this show entirely. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not it's not quite Muppet Schindler's list. Uh true. That's not quite Back to the Future needed a rape scene. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't no. know. This might be worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. He says he uh, really hopes to see the women reprise their roles in the future. Fucking no. Ooh. It wasn't like bad, but it wasn't very good. It was edited to shit. Like that I feel like there is a better version of that movie somewhere. But we'll never get to see it. Uh number two. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, 1996. You know what? He's fucking right. Fuck yeah. rules. That's a good movie. Oh, man. The chicks in fucking 10th grade were so into that movie. It's a good, says, good you know, movie. I play it by heart because of this movie. Yeah, I, I know a lot more than most people. I, I see them on a fucking lot. Uh, and then uh, number four. Uh, soundtrack's fucking good, too. Yeah, it is. Uh, number one, Transformers 86. Uh, granted, a lot of people in our circles genuinely enjoy this movie, but it was panned for years especially as Orson Welles' final performance. Speaking of, uh, that fucking $600 Unicron, uh, not doing well, you guys. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no. it's about a third of the way through its pledges, and uh, there's a whole bunch left to go. Not a lot of time left. I did the math the other day, and then, like, God, they're trying, dude. Like, they're trying to... Every couple days, there'll be some new video showing, like, a new feature. Like, hey, you can fucking take the head off and change the faces. I'm like, oh, yeah, now it's definitely worth a car payment for sure. But uh, the Cookie Monster is not doing well either. Not at all. 500 but, backers, target 3,000, and it's got four days left. I did the math, uh, and for this fucking Unicron thing, they want $4.6 million. Jeez. Yeah, two thousand seven hundred ninety-seven backers target eight thousand, and it has ten days left. Yeah, show your work. Show me where that needs four point six million dollars. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, all right, in the cats list uh, number six, Five Nights at Freddy's. No, it's not out yet. Not even made yet. And will it ever be? Who knows? But it will most likely be possibly. I'll probably like it. As it's on the list. I like the hypothetical guilty pleasures. <laughs> Uh, number five, hoodwinked. 
Was this popular when it came out? I don't remember, but I know I liked it. <laughs> that was a it was a little oh, Red no. Riding Hood CGI movie. It was like a Shrek ripoff kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four, ten things I hate about you. That's a solid one. Like that one. Uh, number three, the Ice Age franchise. Scratch getting all that. Love it. All the ones of those I've seen have been enjoyable. Fun, yeah. I fell off after about three, I think, though. Number two, Jennifer's Body. That's the movie that tried to make Weddy happen, if you'll remember. Oh, we made oh. it happen, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. That's an objectively did, bad movie. Well done. Did Jennifer's Body try to make it happen, or did we invent that as part of Jennifer's As that body? was happening. No. no that was that in the trailer. Line of dialogue okay. in the movie. Yeah. Who. <laughs> Who brought that up? Was it you, Lee, or was it Mary? Because I know Mary liked that movie. Yeah, Weddy was in the trailer. I remember that. Ten, ten out of ten times, I would have said that the population invented that term. <laughs> nope. She fucking looks at a dude and says, you give me such a Weddy, and I lost my goddamn mind, because no one has ever done that before. <laughs> and the same fucking dude that made that movie like wrote Juno or some shit like right before it. Like, oh, wait, wait a show there, fella. That movie is awful. Great choice. Fella, it was a woman. <laughs> yeah, it's a lady. Diablo Cody. Yeah, that Fe- fella Diablo Cody. Fella. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Fucking, boy, you hate a Cody. Uh, the number one, Victor Frankenstein. The 2015. I know this drastically differs from the book. Um, I liked it a lot. I wrote a 10-page paper on this for film analysis class and got an A-plus outstanding on it. So I rest my case on how good it is. Fucking well done. This one works on multiple levels because uh, uh, also it's problematic because it was written by Max Landis. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one is that? That's the one with um, the Harry Potter boy? Yeah. Harry Potter boy is uh, Igor, right? Yeah, yeah, he was sexy Igor. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Did you see the shit where people found these old forum posts from Max Landis pretending to be his girlfriend? Oh, no. No, but I did check in on Andy Signor on YouTube the other day, and his his feed is exactly what you would have expected. Real quick, you type in Victor Frankenstein 2015 in Google little panel comes up on the right it's got a couple of stills and so the, the highlights you know it's like release date november 10 2015 director paul milligan blah, blah 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 budget uh story by mary shelley comma max landis fuck off you know they collaborated on that <laughs> mary what do you think about this line should we change this <laughs> fucking ridiculous uh eric magnus hit us up on facebook Oh, what we got? Uh, number six, not a movie, but Big Bang Theory. He never understood the hate. He can watch it all day. Blech. My parents love Big Bang Theory. Blech. It's objectively terrible. Yeah. Number five, Transformers 2. I saw this in Perth, Australia. It's a garbage movie, but I can watch it anytime. I like it mostly because of who I was with and the memories that came with it. I like that. That's odd reasoning. Yeah, yeah connected a good, a good vibe that goes with yeah. it. But then number four, Transformers three. <laughs> it's a little better than two, but again, I can watch it anytime. That one might be my favorite until they get to Bumblebee. Oh my god! Uh, number three, like the plot of it is mostly like the cartoon. Like it's so fucking dumb. You know, bringing Cybertron to Earth that may as well be a cartoon. I remember after how bad Revenge of the Fallen was, and 
Transformers 3, which was Dark of the Moon. That came yeah. out, and like the buzz was very positive. So I went and saw it in the theater, and I was like, never again. <laughs> 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 Fool me once, Satan. <laughs> uh, number three goes Fast and Furious 5. Up until this movie came out, yeah. I wouldn't be caught dead watching a Fast and Furious movie. Boy, do I have a story about Tokyo Drift. I bet you do. That's the movie that got me back on board. Yeah. Where, like, they changed their tone. It turned into the well, that was Rock. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that's when they brought Rock in, right? Pretty sure. I believe. Brazil? Yeah, I yeah. want to say so. Uh, number two, Matrix Reloaded. It was a disappointing movie considering we had to wait that long for the movie to come out, but I can always watch it. I had that on my honorable mentions, and uh, they announced today they're going to do a fourth Matrix movie. It's... Matrix 2 is just like fucking Wolverine's Origins. Once it gets to that burly brawl, garbage. There's so much good stuff in Reloaded, but there was way more potential that they didn't live up to. It it was more disappointing because there was still good stuff, but it was definitely not. You didn't walk out of there feeling like, fuck yeah. Well, Matrix Reloaded looks like Matrix 1 compared to matrix revolutions <laughs> yeah like i've matrix, never yeah, gone back and rewatched revolutions and number one man of steel i get why people don't like it but i love it people who complain seem to forget he wasn't even superman yet and he was only active for less than a week he wasn't trained he did the best he could so of course he made mistakes <sighs> okay <laughs> that's not what you should do for your first superman movie <laughs> Who the fuck trains Superman? The fucking robot. <laughs> that is the classic Superman story of him being trained. Yeah, the fucking uh, the 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 robot in the the the, the pussy ship trains him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right. Take us home, Jose. What you got? All right. So we got not another teen movie. All right. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. It was before those movies went off the deep end. Yeah. And yeah. I liked and I and fucking look, there was a couple moments in my life where I remember seeing things and I was like, oh, that shit's going to be big. Chris Evans in that fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, the Cream first Bikini. Lincoln Park video I saw. Um, what is it? The Shut Up When I'm Talking to You? I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of the song. Uh, yeah, they, they were upside down with like Shaolin monks, right? That's one, uh, one crawling, step. isn't it? No, no. I, isn't it one step crawling closer? was later? One step closer. Yes. That's it. Thank you. Um, fucking love that movie. I can chuckle at any point. I put that on the Marilyn Manson remake of uh, yeah the soundtrack. Tainted yeah, the, the yeah. soundtrack was modern bands doing eighty All covers. Hits. Yeah, the soundtrack was fucking good. The bit where he's like, you need a singer a song with their name in it. And so he runs to the, to the track and sings, Gene just got a gun, and people flip the fuck out. And that was, uh, we had only had one school shooting at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I got fucking double team. Van Damme. And Dennis Rodman. Van Damme. Fuck yeah. Oh, it was Van Damme on Van Damme. No, no, no. Van Damme and Rodman okay. teaming up. Then there was the other one where Van Damme played twins. That was Double Impact? <laughs> I believe. God damn it. I think so, yeah. Yes. 
Double he's Impact was worth two double he, movies. It was like one one twin fought, but wasn't the fight. He was like the lover and didn't know he had a twin right. who was like a fucking undercover badass. <laughs> this movie's so stupid, but I saw it in the theater and it's a special time. Rodman was one of the biggest stars in the world at that point. Yeah. And like it had some good elements. You can watch that movie and be like, there's some good things you could if you could take it out and put some better things in there. It's almost there. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just redo it. Like you just like took out all the shit that sucked and put in good stuff. Yeah. Maybe get Rodman some acting <laughs> lessons. Um this movie I had one of just my fucking can't sleep up all night fuck it in China night before the show ended up watching barely lethal dude <laughs> yeah you you said about that when it first came out when you first saw it and it's been in my queue ever since and it was it. like it was yeah, on I, their movie channel so it was like on a loop. They had like six movies playing, and then we ended up watching it like three or four times. It's fucking. It's stupid. What was it's, the re, refresh our memories? It's pretty much okay. So pretty much imagine if Black Widow, like like there's the the whole school where they raise the the orphans or whatever to be super spies. If on a mission, when Black Widow was a teenager, uh. She kind of like the Zohan, how they it looked like she could be dead. So it's pretty much Zohan, but a teenage girl. <laughs> go, but she wants to go to school. She wants to be normal. So she sneaks out and lives this double life where she's a, a high school student. But, you know, they find out and one of the rivals enrolls and fucking Samuel Jackson is is. One of Nick Fury's side gigs is. <laughs> was the the and main girl out. was uh, Haley Steinfeld? <sighs> I know Alba Jessica no. Alba was in it. Jessica Alba was in it, and um, the girl from. Okay, she may have been in it, but I don't think she was the girl. I think she was like the one. Her her rival at the uh, hey, it, Black starring Widow starring Haley Steinfeld, Sophie Turner, Jessica Alba, Dove Cameron, and Samuel L. Jackson. So I think it yeah. was. Haley I, gotta, I gotta watch this movie. I gotta watch this movie. It's stupid, but you won't be able to walk away, especially yeah. if you're it stuck in real China. Dumb. I gotta watch it. Uh, fucking. I mean, a tie. Either one of these, I don't give a fuck. Ahead of their time. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Last Action Hero. Yeah, had both of those on my honorable mentions. Like, fucking didn't get to see Killer... Saw Last Action in the theaters. Yeah. And it's fucking brilliant. I love Last... That movie, I think... You make that movie now, it makes a billion dollars. Right, but you couldn't You couldn't have Schwarzenegger in that movie now... It would be no. someone else playing the Schwarzenegger. Right, 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 right. It's it's fucking. They they should what, have shot it? it, cut it together, and put it in a time capsule. <laughs> yeah. And open it up fifteen years later. Because I think it came out the week 
after Jurassic Park? It's like fucking, it's Faith No More's epic. No, nobody knew what to do with it when it came out, but it's it's still a fucking classic. Oh, it's wow. brilliant. Yeah, in this and day and age no where everything is meta. As to why this thing, like, why has it got a magic uh, movie ticket? Doesn't matter. Just fucking yeah. take the ride. It's in. It's in. And the, the soundtrack was, like, overbearingly loud and, and supposed to be, you know, ACDC. Was it the TNT? What, Big guns. Oh. Big guns. Big guns. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. And then Killer Calls from Outer Space. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's a fucking it's stupid. <laughs> but it's fucking the best. It's so charming. It's cotton candy oh. fucking fuck you. Cotton candy put us the dude puts a straw. Yeah. It's dumb. They're it's doing so a full killer clowns from outer space uh haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights this year. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Let's see about getting some fucking tickets up in that bitch. <laughs> I kind of want to go a lot. <laughs> Still, baller, baller dreams, y'all. Design a house. That'd be so badass. Go what? <laughs> <laughs> to design a house for Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Baller <laughs> dreams. Like, oh yeah, you want to design a house like a like a three bed, two bath. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're gonna go with open concept? <laughs> that um, Evil Dead house they did was pretty fucking cool. I, I like when they get the license to certain things and they nail the. Oh, it's mostly all nail. licenses now. But that doesn't mean they're all good, right? I think the Alien versus Predator I was a little disappointed in. Screens they had fucking screen like TVs in there like. Kind of cool, but you could have did other things with that. Screens are the wave of the future in theme parks. Yeah, you have enough for a haunted house. Get out of here. Oh, the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Was that your list? That's my list, man. I kept it short and sweet. Someone's got a flight. I like it. (laughs) I like it. Let's have a comment real quick and get the fuck out of here. Call yeah. Yeah. Hello, Phil. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Word. So, got to talk. Because we didn't talk about comics last week. We got to talk about how fucking good Absolute Carnage is. Yeah. Like, it's really great. It's really cool. The all the tie-ins have been just rock solid. Uh, the main book is written beautifully. It's got just Ryan Segman doing just the best work of his career. Like it just it doesn't make sense that book looks so goddamn good. Like it's great. It's super fun. And then it does that thing where you know, like the first couple of pages, unlike those fucking dumbass X Men books. Back to take the time to kind of catch you up on what the fuck's going on. Like, this is why what you're about to read matters and gets, sets the stage. A little exposition goes a long way. And it all works in the context of the story, and it looks great, and there's some good Spider-Man dialogue. And oh boy, he just looks at Eddie Brock and just says, why is everything with you always horrible? <laughs> and it's like, oh, we all know a guy like that. 
Well done, Spider-Man. Yeah, the uh, separation anxieties uh, uh, one shot was pretty cool. That was really good. I actually think I liked that more than the main book. It's, it's just, it's just fucking, it's, it's just a horror story. Straight up. And like, as a person who has read literally every Venom solo comic book, like, I appreciate the deep cuts they're doing on these fucking things. Like, I, I read those fucking, that Separation Anxiety book all, uh, every shit, probably every month for a year when I was a kid. Like, I read the shit out of that miniseries. It was excellent. Really, really good. Having a good time with that. Um, and then, like, that was all the good stuff. Like, uh, Gideon Falls is still really good. Uh, Event Levi- Leviathan. I would like a lot more if it, the dialogue wasn't just so bendacy. Like, there's a certain level of banter I'm willing to accept from some characters, but like, come on, like, it's a lot of banter. It's a lot of banter from people that don't normally banter. It's like, give me, give me a break. Uh, and then I'm digging this uh, second coming. Oh yeah, no, that book rules. Like. It was all, you know, they got a big uh, controversy when DC canceled it or whatever, but, like, it's kind of great. It's, uh, it's the one where, where God sends Jesus back to Earth because he thinks he's a pussy and tells him to hang out with the superhero guy so we can toughen him up. And so it's basically what happens if, like, you know, a Superman-type character and Jesus hang out. And it's it's actually really charming. It's funny, and I, I liked it a whole lot. And I especially like the... Uh, Kind of letter from uh, the uh, Mark Russell at the end of the first I- issue, where he's like, you know, how dare I? Like, why the fuck not? Like, everyone's been talking about this shit for years. This is just my, you know, uh, take on it. I think it's pretty great. It's fun. I thought the letters column in issue two was very interesting. Yeah, it, I, it's I'm I'm into this for sure. That's really good. And then uh, the last issue of uh, Unnatural came out. Kelly's favorite uh, pig tits comic. And, uh, big titties, bam, 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 bam. You know what? It was good. I recommend every bit of this uh, natural business, and I am on board for whatever uh, Ms. Mirka Andolfo does next, because uh, I'm an instant fan from this shit. It was great. A lot of fun. Yeah, That's all I got. We got Kelly. Uh, the best single issue of X-Men comics in the past decade, which is House of X number two. I don't believe you. Everything I've like, I I had to stop this. Did you read House of X two? Which one was that? The Maury McTaggart one. <laughs> yeah, fuck out of here with that. <laughs> what? Like that's that's what tapped me out. I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing that. I don't think I finished it. It annoyed me so goddamn much. What? How? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I can't... How? What? It makes perfect sense. No, what about it doesn't make sense. Every, I, I feel like I mutant power. That's just magic. That's not even a mutant power. That's magic. He does not like Jonathan Hickman. I tend to not. <laughs> yeah. And this is. I saw on Instagram, the superior social media network, uh, a screen grab of what I assume is the last page where. Some crazy looking dude in a helmet that I take to be Xavier. 
uh, and Magneto are standing around talking to Cyclops, and they're like, you gotta go into space, and you gotta blow the shit out of these uh, Sentinel factories. And Yeah, because they got a mother mold it. up there making master molds. Yeah, and they're like, it's basically impossible, and Cyclops just turns to him and says, does it need to happen? And they say, yeah, and he says, then it'll be done. And I was like, fuck yes, Cyclops, let's go into battle right now! Like, Yeah, no, that scene rolled. And that funny thing is, uh, that was like the middle of the issue, too. That was the middle? Yeah, that wasn't even the end. I might need to read these. Yeah, no, they're really, really good. It's it's the best X-Men has been since... I'm gonna read these just to make Lee angry. I was flipping through Probably the... Probably since Messiah Complex. I was flipping through the other one, the power is no, the house. I don't know, whatever, whatever fucking one where it was like all the future shit. That's uh, powers. Yeah, and so I'm flipping that, and then Nicole's laying next to me, and she goes, "Who's that?" I go, "I don't know." And I the <laughs> she's like, "Who's that?" I go, "I, I, I don't fucking know." <laughs> and who's that one? I go, I, "I, I don't know. I don't know who the fuck the people are." And she's like, "You've been reading this for a long time, not who people are." I go, "I, I know, yeah." And I turn the page. Oh, thank Christ, it's Wolverine. I know that guy. <laughs> like, I know that one. But that's something that, like, the idea of, like, kind of, like, um, like, um, boutique engineering powers, like, that part's kind of cool, you know? Like there are, yeah, the chimeras. Yeah, there are, there are things about it that I like, but just, I feel like if these comics were a dude, that dude would definitely jerk off to the smell of his own farts. It's wait, what? It's just, why is it all in the ultimate font? Why is it all in the ultimate fun? That annoys the we shit. Don't know. That annoys the shit out of me, and probably only me. <laughs> no, it, it's definitely a conscious choice. Like I'm still convinced that it's something Ultimate Universe related. But then that kind of casts into question all the other shit with Moira, like where they're. Like, the timeline for the Mora stuff doesn't make sense with the things that we know happen. So it's, like, trying to imply that X-Men stories as we know them are actually taking place in multiple parallel realities? Sure. You've read an X-Men comic. (laughs) (laughs) God. Welcome to Age of Apocalypse. Well, yeah, but that's Age of Apocalypse. It's not, like, just regular shit that we all accept as being a thing that happened. Like, Have you read Exiles? (laughs) Yeah, but again, that's all about... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I, all X-Men yeah. is. It's all parallel universes and time travel bullshit. It is, but like... there's also So why a, is this one so hard to accept? But it's... Ex- except that there is also like a prime timeline as well. But apparently those things that we know with a prime timeline happened in other more lives, which means that they must have been other timelines or some shit. I don't know. But that doesn't... It, the t- Moira timelines are all taking place in the same one. It's her having some weird Groundhog Day effect, but with life. So it essentially resets everything. Yeah, see, I don't like that. So every- <laughs> What? <laughs> it shouldn't be so goddamn confusing. It's not! And I feel like those their books are so long. They're such long books, too. They feel like homework. Good! Comics should be longer. <laughs> <laughs> this shouldn't feel like work. I want to get the end and be like, oh my god, I can't believe that was so many. Oh, that wow, that's great. I really got a lot out of this. It's like, ugh. 
I'm not. When you pay the amount of money you pay for comics, you should feel like you got something worthwhile out of it. I completely agree, which is why I can't keep doing it with these. <laughs> I don't understand. Lee, this isn't the only time X-Men have been good in the past decade. You know, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad people... I think I feel like I'm very much in the minority on this one. I want you to like this, Lee. <laughs> people are digging it. People are digging it a lot. I just I can't get into it. If it's, it's anything... Too- if it's anything like Clue, he'll come around in the end. Too True. Too Hickmany. It's super Hickmany, real fast. I don't know. Let's. So, it's what the X Men need. They need a guiding hand instead of I don't know. Fucking don't do anything with them. I I, I, I don't know. I will uh, look to you for regular check ins on this. And <laughs> if at some point that worm tends to turn, we'll we'll, we'll reconvene on the subject. Well, the worm's going to keep going with, I don't know, I think it's really good. Right, okay, well, it's, we'll, we'll check we'll check in uh, next week and see what happens, because right. I tapped out. Can't, I can't, can't do it no more. Can't I do mean, it no more, but I'm glad, I'm glad you like it. This book is weekly? Yeah. Well, there's two well, books. Well, it's two, di- two books. And each one is bi-weekly. So, yeah, it's weekly. Oh, comics. Yeah. Yep. Still on your shit, huh? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that uh, Moira issue now goes for twenty dollars. That's nuts. Yeah. I'm sure it's gonna be going for twenty dollars in six months too. I'm sure. Probably. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. Comics are good. Uh, you know, it's better though. Ultraman Taiga. I oh, used to something about that. Yeah, I gotta look that up. Caught up on it. Watched all the first six episodes, and holy shit, it's real good. Uh, I think I've come to realize I think I might like Ultraman the best out of like Tokusatsu TV shows stuff, just because it's so weird. And you said the uh, Genma group is doing them, is that right? Uh, yeah, the Gen Corp. Okay. Because it's like so weird, but it also has. A continuity that flows through all of the thing, all the s- stories, but it isn't as loosey goosey as Common Rider to where Common Rider Zio was like wiping out every past writer in a real weird way that made me stop watching that show. But like, all of the past Ultramen exist, and every now and then they'll show up. And so you get that. It's like, it's basically like every now and then you get a fun superhero crossover. And uh, in this one, you've got three Ultramen, and one of them is a big, beefy boy. A big, beefy Ultraman? Yeah, he is jacked. Your faves. Yeah. At one point, he was flexing away blows. Like, people would think <laughs> something was hitting him, he'd just flex and deflect their attack, and it ruled. I'm going to yeah. download those today. Yeah, no, they're really good. Uh, the the monster suits look awesome. The miniatures look fantastic. And I just I really like the look of an Ultraman show. Yeah. And well, another He's thing that armor, I like, right? Is, what was What's that? It? He's in armor. No, he's an alien. He's an alien. Yeah, he's an alien <laughs> that inhabits the body of a human, and he'll he'll become giant, and he can be Ultraman on Earth for three minutes a, a, every day. Yeah, but like, he's in armor, though, right? That's not skin. No, that's that's how Ultraman look. No, I get. <laughs> I understand that's how he looks. No, that's just their skin. They like <laughs> yeah, Silver Surfer. Skin. 
It's it like seems strange to me that he's flexing away blows because he seems to clearly be wearing armor. No. Look, look up Ultraman Titus. And you'll see Ultraman how jacked he is Titus. and you'll understand. Yeah. You'll understand how he's flexing away blows. Because and then Google Ultraman Titus, Titus Andromedon. Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, what a so boy. What a I beefy see a lot boy. I silver armor on this on this beefy boy here, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, so like that's just how Ultramen look. They're not that. They're just a- aliens with silver skin. No, I reject oh, that. Could be a fucking racist, uh, Mahoney. I reject that, and I insist that this is armor. All right, you can be like my mom, who whenever she sees Ultraman goes, "Look at that robot!" And I go, "No." <laughs> She's like, nope, that's a robot. I'm going to do that from now on. Look at that robot. (laughs) Look at that dumbass robot. (laughs) Alexa, play Despacito. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, stop. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm at 8% of battery on my phone, so I'm going to say that's all I got. Cool. Anything we're talking about, nice? Uh, been reading Batman uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, thanks to Kelly. Oh, yeah? Uh, I, I've been reading little bits and pieces here, you know, whenever I go into the bathroom. Uh, I haven't found what seems like the end of the first issue. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> they just cut out, like, the the parts where it signifies which issue is which, because it just keeps going. So, I ha- I haven't gotten to a good clear stopping point yet but i'm reading it reading a comic look at you big boy look at that it looks real nice doesn't it mm-hmm. digging it that's awesome what you got jose uh we watched the detour season one what is that uh it's jason jones from uh from daily show uh, yes I highly recommend the detour. Uh, him and Samantha B created it, and in the flashbacks of him as a kid, Samantha B plays his mom. Oh, and funny. Those flashbacks, like, but it's like Charlie Brown style. You never see him from the like the head up, so you don't see her. So she's just bitching at him. Well, it's not necessarily at. It, you gotta watch it, but it explains like whenever he's going through like an issue, it'll cut back to like a childhood trauma, and you're oh. like, "Oh, that's why." <laughs> there it is. Yeah, but fucking highly, highly recommend. Uh, it, it a road trip with the family gone wrong turns into a bonding situation that turns into uh, fucked up hijinks that you would never. Want to put your family through? All right, but it's fucking great. That we watched uh, season one of Bless This Mess. Because <laughs> that's weird shit. With fucking Dax Shepard and uh, who is it? Blake Bell, and another she created it. It's her show. She stars in it. It's a couple who inherits their aunt Maggie's farm after they die. And they thought they were getting like this primo up and running, let's make some money farm and it's not that and they gotta work. It's just like a piece of shit. But I think it's funny, Maggie's farm, you heard that song? Yeah. 
Ain't gonna work on Maggie's farm no more. Bah, bah. No. I've seen commercials for that uh, during General Hospital. Uh, it's <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Funny. Would recommend. Do recommend. So s- take that. Double recommendation. Bless this mess. And then the detour. The detour is the better of the two. I thought for sure Bless This Mess was going to be a reality show about cleaning people's houses. Absolutely. I really did, too. Even when you said the people in it, I figured reality show. Hi, I'm Dak Shepard. We're going to bless this mess. (laughs) (laughs) But he's not too overly Dak Shepard. He's just just right, Dak Shepard. Just Daxy enough. Holy shit. I think somebody just got body slammed in the apartment above me nice <laughs> yikes there goes the neighborhood all right let's wrap this thing up my uh, eyes can one take a little nappy thing, nap one last thing lee did you talk to tito about reconfiguring our uh fantasy football uh divisions <sighs> oh god damn it yeah because he promised that we would do that on the show tonight and that's Right. Since I'm not going to be here next week, we won't have a show before the fantasy football draft. So, uh, did you have a way that you were going to do it? Or oh yeah, no, I did it. <laughs> oh, you did it. When are we doing the the draft order? We do. That's like right before, right? Yeah, it's random. I don't know. I did do it. I did. It. I just forgot. I made notes about it. Okay, I totally did it. Lee, okay. can you also get rid of the trade deadline? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you. You all heard it. You all yeah, fucking he, heard it. Yep. He got rid of it. Yeah. The trade deadline has been removed by Lee. Yep. Lee, get rid of the PPR league. Uh, no, no, no. Leave that. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. Yeah. Done. Oh, yes. Shit. <laughs> nice. We're back. Yeah, it's cool. This is what happens when you give me a little power, Tito. Hell yeah. I like Gen- uh, Commissioner Lee. <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good. Yeah, guess fucking running wild up in here. Yeah, PPR is gone. I feel like Lee should be the commissioner <laughs> because he's totally impartial. He hates Com- it though. <laughs> yeah, but the- he doesn't have a team in the league. No, he's got oh, Goat's no, no. team. Yeah, he's he's co-owner with Goat this year. <laughs> I mean, not really. Oh yeah, no. not really. You are. He's less yeah. involved than Tito is. <laughs> This is Tito's thing, though. I motioned to inst- to oh, oust shit. Lee, to oust Tito and install Lee as the puppet commissioner. <laughs> I don't want uh, to Seconded. I second. Puppet commissioner. All opposed? Nay. Nay. Yeah, Team Brown, I'm not betting. Yeah, they I, said nay. We, they opposed opposing. Oppose. Yeah, you opposed opposing. So. Yeah, they're on our team. Lee's in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was a fucky vote. <laughs> a fucky vote. Alright, so your divisions are as follows. In these Cybertron Your first div- act is commissioner. My first act is commissioner. <laughs> In the Cybertron division, you got uh most trace savages, Jose's team. Uh Tito's own Dark Knights. Mahoney's team Ooh. eats band-aids. Ooh. And Juan's uh, denim grams. Oh, Juan. Right. Juan comes out of that division. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that. 
Okay. Uh, in the Like Japan shit division, got Nice as Gotham Rogues. Nice. Uh, then there's Pot Smashers. Cool. Goat and apparently my uh, Turd Ferguson's. Great. Uh, and Thatcher's Hug Dungeon. Love it. Love it. Love my division. And then in the Hell's Kitchen division, you've got Kelly's Los Ignorables, uh, Mary's team, Bleep Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sharks, sharks and Mel's got roaches. All right, that, that sucks for you, Kelly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. That sucks. Wasn't Shark in my division last year? I don't know. Well, yeah, well, wasn't it you, me, Shark, and then Goat or something? Yeah. I like so, this. Yeah, you know, all you guys are in separate divisions. I feel like that was a good move. Uh, Putting the two brown guys against each other. I see how it is. Mm -hmm. No, the only thing that I really thought about being sure the three of you weren't the same one. The rest of it was kind of random. So <laughs> Nice. Well, I appreciate that, Commissioner Lee. No you problem. did a great no job. Problem. I'll be here to answer all of your questions. Um, Thank you. I Thank you for getting rid of the trade deadline. That was that was <laughs> no a problem. No yeah. problem. It was a bunch of nonsense they tried to force in. Unlike uh, Tito... I'm going to be a commissioner of the people. Good. I love oh. it. Well, I mean, and how not much... the cowardly people. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I, I, my administration. Because what point is there to not have trades if you're the, not a coward? You have trade. No, the problem isn't trades. The problem is is this loaning back and forth around playoff time. Teams that aren't in the playoffs. Nobody trading up back players. And forth, who, 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 who did that? Play. Who did that? Who did that? Uh, who didn't do that towards the end? Who gave no. name names? Name names. Prove something to me. Uh, look at uh, Antonio you Brown, can't, number one. You can't, Jose. You can't. I'm so glad this is happening again. <laughs> Just, it's going to be great, you guys. That Antonio Brown trade was sketchy. But outside of that one trade, which should have been vetoed, yeah, but no that, other trade that, was that sketchy. That trade started a fucking landslide of... No, it uh, didn't. No, it I'm was kidding. the Wild no West. No one is forced to take you're trades. You're, you're misremembering yeah. the rest of the trades after that trade. That one trade was sketchy. Well, yeah, and that's all it... That's all it takes is one sketchy trade. No... One sketchy trade just Listen means people need to this Trump bullshit. Next thing you're going to be like, you know, maybe we shouldn't let any immigrants in here. <laughs> you get one bad immigrant and they're all just dealing drugs and shooting people. This is how Trump got elected. Oh, God. Yep. No, all you people that voted to get rid of trades trade. are just the same as Trump voters. No, that's you. That's you. That's unloading good players you. at you. the end of the season. <laughs> that didn't happen, though. All right. <laughs> did, it not. Not. did it, it not? It did not. It did, did not. Brown happen. That was one trade, and it didn't happen at the end of the season. It happened like four weeks before the end of the season. By a team that wasn't going to make the playoffs. Right. Team fighting to get in. Right. So that right. one, that's one why there's, 
You just said that it unlocked a wave of trades of teams unloading players, and that did not occur. That did not happen. It was enough. It could have been vetoed. <laughs> yeah, could have been, been vetoed. And also, Antonio Brown played like shit all last season, so. That is true. That yeah. trade looked bad on paper, but in reality, really wasn't even that bad because it didn't work out for anybody. It's a bad trend to set. There's a reason why that leagues have a trade deadline. I mean, last season was the most fun fantasy football season we've had yet, so... I don't know. We can just go back to me being the champ every year. That that trade, the trade deadline, is what is going to kill all the fun. That having no trade deadline... Trade deadline. Yeah, having no trade deadline made that season much more fun. Because no trade deadline didn't matter until the end of the season. Yeah, and the end of the season. The season would have been over. Well, the whole season you guys were having a blast. Like, no trade trade deadline. Let's (laughs) fucking do this whole season from day one. Let's go. Cool. Fantasy football sucks. I'm retiring. <laughs> oh, oh no, Lee, you're in charge of Kelly's team. You're no longer co-owner, Lee. You've been promoted. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. So, uh, no show next week because is gonna be on that vacation trip. It's fucking great. It'll be fun. Excited for you kids. I trying to, to on new Instagram. Trying to get together a uh, commentary for Stephen King's It before It Chapter 2 comes out. So uh, hopefully we can make that happen in the next couple weeks. We got make time. Up, I'll be in. Uh, so we mix. Missed. I'll actually be in Dallas for my brother's wedding when it comes out. I got to ride a wedding. Oh, shit. Dallas. Is your brother in Dallas now? Uh, he will be after the wedding. <laughs> Yeah, that happened very suddenly. They were like, uh, hey, uh, fun fact, after the wedding, we're not coming back. Like, oh, cool. You will have a great time out there. So, be fun. So, going to Dallas, never been to Texas before. But that's, uh, that'll be so maybe <laughs> I might see uh, it in Dallas, it chapter two. You should see Lee, how remember, he's... everything's bigger there, so when you <laughs> walk off the plane, you'll hulk out of all your clothes. <laughs> You should see how easily it is to buy a gun once you get to Texas, Lee. I mean, it's like uh, like in Vegas when we got out of the airport, airplane, there were slot machines in the airport. I feel like, you know, in Texas, it's just like an ammunition in the airport. <laughs> Gotta stuff. watch out for other wild pigs. <laughs> 30 to 50 <laughs> feral hogs. Feral hogs. <laughs> all right so enjoy your uh trip put oh, all the you. new pictures on instagram i want to see them god damn it you can follow me on instagram at leon pages yep. <laughs> enjoy florida <laughs> yeah it'd be great nothing quite like a staycation in your own backyard <laughs> i don't know why you're taking that. an airplane across yeah. town but it, this is the married with children vacation where he takes the fake airplane in his living room yeah 
All right. So we'll be back in two weeks at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. Uh, in the meantime, we can still chat, hang out and shit at the uh, Discord. Find that at discord.panelsonpages.com. Email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. Leave us a voicemail at 616-951-1POP or hit us up on the Facebook or Twitters. You know, we're not hard to get a hold of, <laughs> realistically. Uh, now, we'll talk about what we're going to do when we get back, when we get back. So, I don't know. We didn't pick a top six for then, but we'll do it later. For Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and our buddy Mahoney, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Night. Love you and bye-bye. Demonetize this, you fucking (laughs) Google-ass bitch.